joining us everyone we appreciate you uh, coming on back to Pembroke's this is our ninth session of uh, Pembroke's investigations which is an actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG network you can catch up on all of our past episodes at happyjacks.org slash Pembroke or if this show isn't your particular cup of tea and you just happen to drop in on this one you can find all of our shows at happyjacks.org slash shows there's a ton of content out there and there's probably something that you are going to enjoy uh, my name is Nick. I am the ring leader, ring master, ring something. I'm the ring something of this uh, group of investigators who are going to go around and uh, have them introduce themselves. Let us start in a unexpected order and begin with Jason this time. Oh, hello. Uh, my name's Jason. I am playing a um, satyr who is also an investigator. Uh, not a satyr investigator. Um, so, um, that's, that's all. Thank you. Good, good night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move over to Emily. Hi, I'm Emily. Uh, and you say every week, Nick, that if the, the, this is not the audience's cup of tea, uh, they, there are other things to check out. What if it's not my cup of tea? What if I'm just like every week, I'm like, what is happening? What's going on? Why Who am I signed the contract? <laughs> it is in blood. Uh, I'm Emily. I'm playing uh, Zoe Browning. She is a fae uh, kind of strong, heavy uh, Faye heavy basically uh, and also a college mean girl and for some reason I'm really good at it we're not going to examine that <laughs> that's right we're here to play games not psycho psychoanalyze ourselves I really can't speak everyone I promise uh, live why don't you tell us a little something about who you're playing oh no now I need a speed tweet that we're live uh- <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I am Blythe. I'm very sleepy today, uh, but I'll be playing Analia Torres, and she is a demon who likes science and is a nerd like me. Excellent. And lastly, but not leastly, Jay. Hi, y'all. I'm Jay, uh, playing Benton, an undead revenant investigator, and also similarly, he is the undead revenant he doesn't investigate undead revenants unless you know that's the the job 
If if that's the job, that's the job. You know, he's going to do the job, but but that's you know that's yeah. Is Back that the to job? you. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, sounds like what I need to do is create an adventure that has uh, heavy fey nerd satyrs and uh, heavy fey nerd undead satyrs. Yeah. <laughs> so I can get the the full gamut. Um. Cool. Uh, who would like to recap last week's episode and talk about what happened uh, for the reward of one Benny limited edition? And uh, now everyone says one, one, two, three, not it, and makes Blythe have to do it. We'll just wait here until she comes back. No, I got challenged on my lightsaber having, and then I had to bring a lightsaber out. <laughs> and it wants to eat really badly, but there a we little go. bit. The fact that, that it wasn't good. within arm's reach of where you were sitting is I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah really? <laughs> you had to get up and go get it? I mean... Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, this was in arm's reach. It's just in the box right now, so... I don't know. Someone is not ready for the Sith to show up at her door is what I'm, what I'm hearing. Mm. That's the obvious that, like... <laughs> A real gonna... Star Wars nerd would have just stretched their oh, hand out towards it and... Yeah. and had a tense look on their face while they waited for it to jiggle into their hand. <laughs> yep. Someone is not strong with the Force. Hmm. Oh, just Force. Yeah, it could just be that she wasn't being hung upside down. So we'll, we'll <laughs> get out there. I need a bit more stress in my life, obviously, because, you know, that's, that's how right. that works. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Wampa should be arriving in about five, so... Thank you, five. <laughs> 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 all right uh so jay you said you wanted to give it a shot i'll give it a shot i think i remember like 75 percent of what happened last week okay and i'm sure everyone will help and fill you in uh, or i will depending on what happens from there all right uh so we had uh successfully freed willem from the crazy uh, coup cult. Uh, and we brought him back to Pembroke's. Uh, we also brought his wife, Brigitte, in uh, just to confirm 100% that she was not involved. Zoe remains unconvinced. <laughs> still up in the air, despite her saying she wasn't and him saying she wasn't and various other pieces of evidence that she was 100% not involved. Uh, we kept them uh, not exactly against their will, but sort of. So it wasn't technically kidnapping, but we kept them in an interview room for a while while we all rested. Uh, and then uh, Silas started acting super weird, is what I remember. Um, well, no, he didn't start acting weird. No, then we got a call... From uh, Dame Helen Mirren, uh, after Analia put in her report mm -hmm. uh, that we were hunting after that we were involved the coup, the coup, then Dame Helen Mirren like called immediately or something similar, uh, and she said we needed to. If, did anyone come in contact with the coup? Uh, we explained what happened with Silas, and she said lock him up in interroom interroom room. Interview room four, uh, which we attempted to do, 
And then Silas started acting super weird uh, and ran away for no good reason from his very good friends who mean him no harm. Uh, I attempted to give chase, which I remember going really well. (laughs) Yeah, caught me right away, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, I was gonna say it went super well. Everything worked out fine. Somehow Silas still managed to like slip away through I don't know magic or something. I don't know. It was yeah, it was a whole thing. Uh, but Silas got out, and then we uh, went bar hopping to find him, uh, and we did successfully track Silas to uh, a karaoke bar. We uh, we we the collective we okay Zoe. Yeah. who is the best detective of all of us, yes. successfully, sort of randomly, but successfully tracked Silas to a karaoke bar. She just gets feelings about things. Yeah, she on does. On her first try. On her first try. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after some convincing that uh, the cell phones and the Fae were not coming to get him, we were able to get Silas back uh, to the office. Dame Helen Mirren showed up. Uh, went into interview room four, which is apparently is magically warded uh, in that it dampens all magic. Uh, Dame Helen Mirren was super cool the whole time. It's very, very, very classy, very awesome. Uh, and she finally clued us in that she had that basically Pembroke had been founded to fight the coup. Uh, and she thought that they had been successfully vanquished forever and is very disturbed that they seem to be resurgent uh, and essentially tasked us with tracking down what what's going on with the coup uh, and we have to report back to her. Uh, and that's all I remember. That sounds pretty darn good to me. Um I have to say, I'm really interested in this story, and I, I wish uh, whoever wrote it is uh, going to put more down. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't wait to see where it goes next. Uh, uh, and uh, folks, <laughs> folks, just tuning in tonight, be sure to go back to last week to hear how good Nick's Helen Mirren impression is, because I'm sure we'll <laughs> never hear it again. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, you you might not want to do that, folks. But uh, hey, I don't I don't tell you how to live your life. Uh, perhaps you enjoy vicariously watching people embarrass themselves on Twitch. In which case, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. So uh, let me see. We did leave it at uh, Dame Helen Mirren gave you the update and then left and then. Uh, that was like where we called her tonight. Does that sound right? Uh, somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, I think everybody kind of went to rest and like broke like Helen Mirren left. The rest of us were just like, Ugh! and she was going to send us some files on them. Um, I think that you had asked about information, and she said it would be provided when it was needed. Yeah. Uh, and that there were some other shenanigans about it, and not saying that, hey, you have to go track them down and figure it all out, but anytime you're doing an investigation, you should keep them in the back of your mind, because if they're back and causing trouble, that could be troublesome for the world. As I seem to recall. Um, Great. And then, uh, so let's go around and uh, take Benny's. I believe that is uh, three for Jason. 
and uh, four for Jay for his wonderful recap. And four for Blythe because of her edge. I actually have five this week because you told me that you gave me one for something at the end of last week, but you would, but I couldn't use it. Thank you for remembering that because I had no memory of that, but until you said something, in which case I went, yes, that sounds exactly like something I said. So uh, last week you gave me twenty. I don't. It was just you said <laughs> on the way out. I like the cut of your jib. So yeah, here's right. twenty bennies, and yeah, you gave you gave Jason fifteen. So right, yep. yeah. yes. But I think that those were those were special Twitch only bennies. Oh, all right. I'll just make smart ass remarks in the chat then. <laughs> okay, well, it's worked for you in the past. So. <laughs> we all have our skills, Jay. We all have our skills. Mm. Uh, and I think that uh, we, I said Emily also has three, right? Yep. I mean, okay. if you want to give me another seven or so, just because <laughs> I show because I showed up on time, I would love that. <laughs> what an incentive! Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, internet points. It's uh, completely worthless. Uh, except for this one limited uh, use for them. Um, great. So, uh, I am apologizing to everyone. I did say this off camera as well, but uh, I am not in the greatest preparation space for today. So, I'm kind of winging it, and I hope you bear with me, and I do apologize for any ums and silence, and anything else that is not related to party business. Thank you, sir. You don't owe anyone an apology. Nope. Uh, I owe myself an apology. <laughs> um, so, I think that it has been, uh, it's been a couple of days, and it has been relatively quiet around the office. There have been a couple of uh, low-key low cases, a lot of maintenance, uh, checking up on things, paperwork, uh, all that fun sort of stuff. I did want to go around and ask and see if anyone feels that their relationship with uh, Silas has perhaps changed, or Silas, from your point of view, do you feel like anything has changed um, based off the experience that you had? Uh, based um, off the experience you had, or, or your other behavior? I actually think, like, it, it could have, but the way that it played out... Um, it, it actually was sort of repaired in the moment. Like I, I, uh, as we were going through that, I was thinking about like, oh, I wonder if Silas is, uh, you know, going to be resentful or anything like that. And while he does have the thin-skinned, you know, sort of short-tempered component uh, hindrance, um, he does. He is not someone who carries a grudge. If that distinction is makes sense, um, mm-hmm. and so. Because it turned out that the real Helen did do that, and they had not been tricked by an internet pretender Faye, um, that uh, that everything they did was justified. And so, I don't, I don't think from Silas's point of view, there's there's anything. Now, the fact that he turned into a goat god and um, caused some havoc. Um, maybe someone else has feelings about that, but he doesn't have a clear memory of that happening, so um, that's less on me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, has, has anyone else... Does anyone else feel like their relationship with Silas has been colored uh, by, by the recent experience? And, and no is okay as well. I'm not... 
Uh, I'm not like fishing for anything. Just Zoe has always longed. Well, always she's known Silas for like a month. She's always longed for Silas's approval and is very happy that he thinks she's the greatest detective around. Well, that was into, yeah, it was obvious by how quickly you found him. Yeah, on brand. I don't think that he's actually told Zoe this. She's just like, yeah, now he knows I'm a great detective. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The satyr in me recognizes the fawn in you. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Benton, do you have any? Does I'm a Benton little. Fawn us. I'm a little wary. I'm a little. So there's a little. There's a little more side eye. Uh, when I'm working around Silas, you know, when, when we're, like, sitting in the office and Silas gets up to go get, like, a cup of coffee or something, I'm always like, where, where are you going? Where are you going, Silas? Hmm. Where, hmm. where are you going, huh? <clears throat> yeah, I, that that would probably pull at Silas after a while. Um, <laughs> just be like, yes, you know, just keeping an eye. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Noted. Just, There's yeah, some tension it, there. You get up to go to the bathroom, and like when you get out, I'm for some reason always sort of within eyesight of the bathroom. That's weird. I'm not like waiting outside the door. Oh, okay. You know? uh, well, that's what I thought you meant. <laughs> <laughs> but like he happens to be fetching copy paper. Yeah, or... I'm just, I'm yeah, I'm just, just for some reason in that hallway, just walking by. Like, oh, there you are. All right, just keeping an eye, just in case. Okay. It is less of a problem for Silas than it would be for me personally, because I think Silas has um, like lower personal space boundaries. Um, yeah. You know, in 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 sort of the, the satyr fawn culture that I'm picturing <laughs> in my mind is very sort of open and free with one's body. Um, that has uh, was thoroughly uh, nuked out of my system by the good church that I grew up in. So right. <laughs> Oh, the uh, Calvary Baptist Church of Platt, South Dakota? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> um, I, I think a near relative, maybe. Uh, I think Annalia is just concerned more than anything. Like, I don't think the relationship has changed. She's just worried that, like, something is way more wrong than she can do anything. Like, she's like, something is wrong. I don't know all the facts, and I can't really do anything about it. And that stresses her out. It's probably okay. Okay. Is it? <laughs> or is it only sort of okay? Mo- mostly probably. It's somewhat okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, mail time has come and gone. And again, uh, everyone has received a piece of mail with the exception of Fenton. And uh, Did my letter get stolen? Huh? Did my letter get stolen? Oh, so you didn't tell me. I wasn't sure that that was happening. Well, you I did so, so, so Analia definitely, because I think this happened off camera. Yeah, she was writing it while while also watching security cameras, basically. Okay, so so that night that night that uh, you were watching Silas and waiting for Dame Helen Mirren. Yeah. Okay, so Analia, Analia wrote wrote a letter, and 
Uh, did you put that through the regular mail, or yeah. how, how did you do that? Come, I wanted it to come through the mail so that Benton got mail. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> uh, so so it's so it's been a couple of days, and every yeah. mail every mail day you have been waiting uh, with with bated breath for this to happen, and uh, it's four days later. You there have been other other mail that's come and gone. You know that it shouldn't take this long for it to go through. Nothing has shown up for Benton. And every day Terry Terry comes in and you and I think Analia has a like a is this the and then he goes uh so, sorry big guy, there's nothing here for you today. Yep, yep. Yep. And uh leaves through the door that opens a different way than it did when he came in. <laughs> and Oh yeah, the weird doors. <laughs> I was thinking that that's what it should have been last week with the door to the staircase. Oh yeah, is it was a push? Was it was a push when Silas went through it, and then it became a pull when, when Ben went through it? Yeah, because <laughs> our building is a jerk. Yep. Analia has lots of bruises from this. She just straight up just walked into doors when she's like, it, oh, mm. "It was a pull today." There wasn't even a door here before. It was just a doorway. <laughs> what happened? Oh, that's the other thing. Um, Silas has been bumping into things because he's like six inches taller than he used to be. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, and his the, horns right. are taller than that. Like, the top of his head is six feet tall now. And his horns are like, you know, another, what, four or five inches off of that. They so maybe on Leah's height? <laughs> well, not his actual head. It's just... No, the horns come up to the horns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's probably... Heels more. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably been a bunch of uh, coffee cups that got spilled or things knocked over because your arms are a little bit longer than yeah, you're used like, to. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Where am I? Where's Buttercup? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, little Jack Horner is coming along well. Uh, the regimen of whiskey and sugar and water uh, seems to be doing uh, very, very well. And you actually have uh, sort of a miniature uh, unicorn topiary uh, on your on your desk. So we'll say it's about <laughs> six inches tall. It's growing amazingly fast. Um, I, I have an in character question for Zoe at some point as we're admiring the little topiary. Please, uh, Zoe. I, um, as you know, many among the Fey are good at growing things. It's not really something I personally have pursued, but there may be a ritual or something I could look into if, if that's interesting to you, or if you would like to just have it sort of play out naturally, I, I wouldn't want to interfere. But um, if you'd like, I'd be happy to look into what any rituals that might be available to help uh, uh, Mr. Horner um, along. Without breaking eye contact with her wonderful tiny unicorn, Zoe says, I would like that very much, please. Yes. Okay. I'll see what I can find out. Thank you. <clears throat> Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? So, I don't, I don't know how to start that research in the game, but I'm going to, you know, consult my vast knowledge of fey magic and... Um, See if there's anything in my pockets. <laughs> okay. Um, the 
Uh, if this is like a kind of several day project, like there's no um, rush on it, I don't feel the need to make you roll. I'm sure we can find something. Is there something specifically that you were thinking that Silas might find? Um, not necessarily. I, it's kind of an open, you know, search. Uh, if if something happens, um, I'm thinking Minnie and the Fae are good at making things grow and then making them animate. You know, you always hear about like vines that are grabbing people and you know topiaries that come out of their planters and run around. Um, so. Uh, that's all. I was just thinking, like, maybe it needs a little help, and but I don't really have any plant spells or, or magic. or I mean, not... I mean, I have magic, but uh, I'm not a, a... like a druid or anything, so... Right, um, right. Yeah, I thought... And, and also, this isn't me, like, trying to pin, like, get an extra spell out of nowhere. I just thought maybe there's some sort of ritual that's like, oh, yeah... It's you have to have this much whiskey and some fairy dust and the, you know like what whatever it is you know and try to prepare those things if I can. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like you're able to find some uh, some rituals and some uh, uh, concepts about um, increasing uh, harvest and uh, growth of uh, of plants. Um, you have sort of like a side uh, side line of research that comes into play about things like um, bonding of familiars or animals mm. or things of that nature. Uh, and as you are going through your pockets one day, you uh, stumble across a ring, a gold ring with a green chip of facestone in it mm. that you took from the... Uh, cultist in the house oh my gosh i forgot about kind of that. forgotten about yeah that's so great i love that this jacket has so many pockets i don't know what's in all of them um okay and uh it definitely seems to have um the face stone is part of some of the rituals that, that uh, you're aware of and may have been partially a conduit towards creating these topiary in the first place uh, out in there, but uh, it has largely been um, you're not able to find a lot of research specifically on the topic of that. Well, and this is also the part where I remember that I don't have the research skill and in fact would have to take a minus one to it if I did. Um, so <laughs> um, I think that's when I call Analia. <laughs> uh, Analia walks in and she's like, like what? Uh, I'm working, but what do you need? Well, little Jack. It's really about what little Jack Horner needs. Um, so I've been trying to um, rack my brain for fey magic that will help Horner along and possibly, you know, re- regenerate him over time. And uh, I have some like stubs of ideas but most of my magic doesn't really work this way however i forgot that i had taken this ring from the woman in the house who was attacking us with plants and i thought perhaps it would be efficacious in this instance she kind of stares at how you said efficacious (laughs) and she's like um yeah sure 
I can I can do some research. She like takes the ring. She's like, doesn't does it have magical? You know more about magic than I do. So like, as you go, it- as you go to take the ring, there is. It's almost like a repulsion. Like it gets harder and harder for your hand to get closer to it. Um, not that it's like forcing. Not 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 that like you can't. But almost as if your hand is moving through uh, magnets, like yeah, ma- magnets or like molasses. It's getting you're having to exert more force than you would normally. You're not just reaching over and picking it up, but you're able to to pick it up if that's what you wanted to. And Silas, as that is happening, you can feel something that's sort of being transmitted by by. It's almost like you have the. The ring wants to move away from her hand. Oh, and, and you kind of feel that pressure on your hand. Is sure that it's out. like okay? Wait, 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 wait! Something interesting is happening here. Well, unless you I, like actually grab it out of his hand, which is possible. Yeah, she goes to grab it. Okay, okay. but it's like there's. Pro- it's probably like if you were watching someone who's a little too stoned who thinks they're moving at normal speed, but it's just like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's probably what I imagine this looks like. Because mm. she immediately she goes to get it, and then it's like, it yeah, and your hand just sort of slows down, and you reach for it, and you can feel like this force, like it's trying to push away. Yeah, on the other side of that, and she's just like, yeah, lots of things don't like demons. Mm. I, oh, I hold on, I just want to try and observe the process, and and uh, just let me put my eyeliner on. Hold on. And I, uh, I'm, I'm going to spend the PowerPoint. Is it just one? I think it's just one for detect, uh, detect Arcana. So, uh, is it okay if I? It like she has like a grip on it, so it's like yeah. If you want to get away from me, you have to try. Okay. Well, let's see what it thinks about that. Uh, uh, Nick, can I can I roll to cast a spell? Yeah, please do. Okay. Um, spell casting. Um, okay, that's an 11. Okay. Uh, do you get any bonus on a raise for that? Um, I think with a raise, something would have to really... Hold on, let me double check this, because I I, I think that, that it, the raise really only just helps you cut through in case someone is... Yeah, somebody's like something. actively resisting. Okay. Uh, nothing like that. So, you... You can see there is um, there's kind of like a uh, you know how like how vines don't grow in like a straight line they they kind of are you know twisted among each other mm-hmm. uh, almost like there's there's almost like a helix thread of energy that is going from the ring and it kind of uh, attenuates as it's going into uh, you, into your hand, into Silas's hand. And so uh, it's not, it looks like that there is something, it looks more like not that the ring wants to go away from Analia, but it wants to be close to you. Oh. That's, that's the difference. Okay. Um, 
Is that a, a force I could manipulate, like get it to like jump back to my hand, or is it more just sort of a... a, a is that what you're trying? A passive thing. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll say, Analia, just let it sit in your hand for a second. And I'll, I'm going to try to just remotely like like pull that, that helix thread you described. I I'm, mm-hmm. pretend to like pull it. Okay. So, Annalie, as you as you open your hand, the ring the ring sits there, but it it moves a little ju- just a just a little bit, like if you had if you had it in your hand as mm-hmm. a regular person who doesn't have magic in this world, and you kind of tilted your hand and something moved just a little bit, you're, sure. you're still holding on to it. It it does that, and sure. it's it's almost it's like this weird, yeah. Exactly. Uh, for anyone listening, Analia has a die. I'm sorry, Blythe has a die in her hand, uh, and then is tilting her hand a little bit, and it moves a little bit because physics. Uh, look them up; they're your friends. Uh, but in any case, so there's a little bit of a little bit of motion. It's not like flying out of your hand or anything, but it wants to be closer to Silas, hmm. like that. Um, you reach out trying to think how do you how do you interpret that you are reaching out for this for this thread is this just sort of like a general magic arcana i i think with um with like fawn or fey magic the the key is to not think about it too much it's the it's the sort of thing where like if you overthink about it 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 collapses on itself mm. right uh it's the cl- close your eyes and, and <laughs> like uh, right. go on instinct, and right. so I think he's trying to. Your eyes can deceive you, right? Um, that there's a, a bit in um, the name of the wind where he ends up being able to interact with like moonbeams until he remembers that he can't do that, <laughs> right? Um, and so <clears throat> I think it's kind of like that. He just doesn't think about. it. He just goes, "Oh, I could pull on that." And he's his brain is trained to not worry about what's possible. That's somebody else's problem. Okay. Uh, and in that vein, the, my my favorite of that is always the Douglas Adams uh, fall and get so distracted that you forget to hit the ground. Yeah, and you then miss. you just block. Yes, miss the ground. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah, I would say that it uh, it snaps back. It snaps back into your hand. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. Hmm. Well, we should probably be concerned as to why it would do that. Well, I just think it's Faye. And I'm Faye. That's probably why. After what we went through, I'm not... A little suspect of anything from the cult. Um, does it look like it would fit on any of my fingers? Please don't put it on. Yeah, 100%. In fact, it looks like it would fit on any one of your fingers. Oh, okay. Well, it seems like a right-hand middle finger ring. So... Are you going to try to put it on? Yeah. I think he's already put it on based on... Please do. Please stop him. Holly is going to rush to stop you. I cannot ask that in character, but please do. Is this happening in the office? Oh, I'm, I'm uh, sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we're at the plant. We're we're probably Zoe's probably right there staring at the plant. I don't oh, know. Well, where I thought. I mean, I assumed you would have come to my office to ask me this question because Analia was in her office. Oh, I was picturing we were in this like shared, like the four of us shared a floor plan. Um, but she has a lab. Okay, so yeah, I probably just left wherever. Z- Zoe, where do you keep a little Jack Horner? Um, I keep a little Jack Horner on my desk. Uh, he sits atop the photo of David that I have turned down so that I can't see it. No, actually what happens is it fell over and I didn't even notice and I just set little Jack Horner on top of it. No, yeah. David. Analia oh, repurposed David. the lab into also her office because she liked privacy. Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't have to leave to go to the lab. You can, yeah. Uh, so so Analia has has a desk in the uh, little four four desk pod that uh, that that you share, uh, but she's at it less and less frequently, and it is uh, you know a little layer of dust uh, that's appearing on it as she's kind of made the lab area more of a uh, a home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I think that she has better control over the thermostat for her for the lab. Oh sure. Um, oh, okay. So actually, here's a, if we can retcon a little bit, I, um, also a question for Zoe. What, what, given this kind of like separate nature, I think uh, what I'm picturing is Silas and Zoe were having a conversation about the plant. And, you know, he's he's now had a, a bit of an epiphany about like, oh, I bet this could do something to help little Jack Horner. Zoe said, yes, please help. And... Um, when he gets the idea to, oh, well, we should ask Analia about this because now it seems like this is going to require some sort of organization and, like, th- thorough thought process um, that uh, he, he would say, well, Zoe, let's let's take Jack and this and let's go see Analia because I bet she'll know what to do with it. And, and mm-hmm. then we have the sort of back and forth with the ring scene of, like, oh, I pulled it right back. I bet it fits. And I'm, like reaching to put it onto my hand. Yeah. Analia's instantly going to try to stop you. Okay, what is Analia doing? She's, I mean, the instinct of, no! <laughs> like, okay. do, you have, do you have a spray bottle? Do you have a spray bottle? <laughs> it's one of those, like, more effective don't you dare, and she, like, goes to, like, grab. So are you grabbing the ring? Are you grabbing Silas's hand? Are you smacking yeah. it? Are, are you smacking it to the ground? How, how is this working? Uh, she would probably just go to grab the hand that it's like think of like Frodo. It's like done, done, and then she's like, no, grabs hand. Are you grabbing the ring hand or are you grabbing the receiving hand? His right hand or the the one doing the motion? Okay, yeah, my left hand has the ring in it. I was going to put it on my right hand. So, so, so you're grabbing his left hand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. <sighs> Let's uh, give me one second. I'm sorry, I have to close a program that keeps uh, popping in my ear here. Mm. Um, something is happening. Something was added to Discord, and it's just you know what I hate are the programs where when you close it, it just automatically goes to the tray instead of like actually closing. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I want this closed, that's what I actually mean was closed. Not yeah, put this somewhere that I can't. Uh huh interact with it um so um and silas has no is 
is completely kind of clueless about this. Silas is not a motivating factor in this in any way. Like, uh, assuming everything was normal, Analia would grab your hand and Silas would you just be like, oh, hey, you grabbed my hand, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, like, trying to avoid her grab. Right. Um, I'm just like, oh, this fits. Do the thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, great. So your hand, you're putting the ring on, and Analia is grabbing the ring hand. Uh, Analia, I need you to make a athletics roll for me, please. God damn it, it couldn't be fighting. <laughs> well, do you want to punch yeah, him instead? Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> No! Pow! <laughs> right cross. I'm trying to picture Analia doing that, and it's like, no, she would. She has noodle arms. <laughs> okay. That's a six. Okay. You feel uh, resistance again as you as your hand reaches out for Silas's left hand. Uh, is it is it your right hand or your left hand? I don't know if you're... The, the left hand is the one he has the ring in. No, I mean for Analia. Is oh, Analia uh, right-handed or left-handed? She's left-handed. Okay. So I'm assuming it's your left hand. Your dominant hand is going out to try and grab his left hand to stop this from happening. At the very least, because of the physics, you might block it even if you miss. Yeah. You feel resistance, but you're able to grab onto his hand. You can feel something like trying to force your fingers away like you've got him and you've stopped him from doing the thing but it's uh like we we've been using magnets a lot it's like when you're forcing two similar polarity magnets together you can do it but there's a force that's trying to push you away yeah but she's so she's now like holding the hand and pulling like trying she's kind of pulling it away like trying to what what, what's wrong you yeah you can hold it that's fine she takes the ring. Okay. Like, we're not trusting anything from the cult. So okay. don't put this on. So sa- same feelings as before. It seems like it takes more effort to grab it and to hold on to it. And you can feel that it wants to go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. May I uh, interject here? Please. Because this is about the time that Benton, who has been quietly lurking outside the door... Just sort of comes around like, hey, what's going on in here? Did I hear uh, something about a cult going on yeah, I, in I here? I forgot that I had the cult leader's ring in my uh, coat pocket. So, so ben, Benton walks in the door and starts uh, his, little, his little bit of speech. And what you see is uh, Silas kind of su- surprised and, and a little bit confused. His hands open. Uh-huh. And he's just sort of looking at Analia. Analia is determinedly hold I assume that you've got like yeah. in your fist. Just got in a fist. Yeah. Got in a fist and is like holding something, but you can tell that there's like some kind of it's it's almost like she's angry, like her fist uh-huh. is shaking a little bit. Um but it's you know the ring is just like pulling. Yeah. Uh and trying to go back. But but it looks like Silas is going like, hey, what's going on? And Analia has a fist raised <laughs> uh, in there as you walk in and say, hey, guys, I hey, uh, about what's going on? Yeah, I was just uh, passing passing by, just happened to be 
you know, walking by the office here on my way to somewhere real important, and I just, uh, just wanted to see what all the fuss is, and just very quietly, like, interpose myself between the two of them. It's not... Lonalia looks at her fist and kind of realizes, oh, I just... There's an angry ring in my hand. Yeah, she wanted it real bad. Uh, I mean... I just don't want you to put it on. Why? Yeah, you probably shouldn't put we don't know rings. What it does. Well, that's how you find out what it does. There are scientific ways. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely better ways, Silas. I mean, you were just injected with a thing. We don't still understand what that all was. Let's maybe not push our luck. Analia, make a strength check for me, please. Good. All right. This is Analia's highest stat, y'all. <laughs> yep. Yep. We, we call it Analia the Bruiser for a reason. Yep. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. Is oh, it? No. Is it? Is it a crit? <laughs> it's yeah. It's two ones. <gasps> Silas Analia socks you. Her left arm comes shooting out and pop right yeah. in the nose. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to need you to roll damage for me, please. Yeah. Uh, please roll. Please, I love please this. roll it as two uh, d six. This is fantastic. And for the record, my money's on Analia in this fight. So. <laughs> um. Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh yeah. my. What? <laughs> okay. So what's rude? What's, uh, rude. What? Blythe color ninety three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your toughness minus armor? Silas. I don't. That is that even a real number for Silas? Well, yeah, you've got like a toughness of. <laughs> oh, that's. Of and I don't think my armor jacket, the jacket armor, the jacket matters. isn't going to going to apply in this. Oh, case, my toughness right. is five. I was thinking of my parry, which is two, and okay. which is amusing to me. Yeah, we were already making making that hit. So oh, I think the five is with the armor. So actually, I think it's four. Okay, what's what's your vigor die? Um, D four. Your vigor is a D four. Yeah. Okay, I guess I thought that it was higher because of that. No, no, no. It's all carousing, smarts and spirit stamina. and a bit right. of agility. Okay. Then, yeah, four is, you, you, then your toughness is four without the air. And I don't need vigor because I'm immune to poisons. Right, right. That's how we explain <laughs> that. I remember now. It's almost like we had a plan. Um, 13 points of damage. Okay, so Analia's fist lashes out pops you in the nose. You're pretty sure that's broken. Yeah. I'm just going to say that that's, that's a wound. Yeah. Right there. And, um, Analia, make, make a, uh, make another athletics check for me, please. Actually, make a spirit check for me. So the the ring which had been fighting you, I could re-roll this, but I'm just gonna see what happens. Okay. Uh, I got a two. Okay. <laughs> the ring which had been fighting you in your hand, like it summoned enough power that it wanted to go back to Silas, 
and popped your hand out, and you just <laughs> nailed him across the nose. Stop hitting yourself. And in surprise, your hand opens up. Like after, because you didn't intend to do that. You don't know what just happened. And the ring falls out and into Silas's pocket. Please, do not put that on. Don't, you broke my don't nose. Put, don't put what on? <laughs> uh, instantly, like, scrambling around the, the lab to find, like, the med kit. And is like to try and fix the nose. No, 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 none of that, none of that. I'll well, fix be, it. Be, before any of that happens, Benton, do you have any? Oh, yeah. uh, Reaction here. You just saw Analia haul off and smack, just like lay one out on Silas right across his nose. You're pretty sure that's broken. Yep. No, that's definitely broken. And uh, now they're arguing and squabbling about don't put that on and don't do something. She's got bandages and she's like, I can fix it. I know how. I honestly have no idea how to take any of this in. I'm still like, wait, <laughs> what? Turns around and walks away. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm still here. I'm still sort of keeping them apart. Um, so, so, so you've, you're, so you, like, you've kind of interposed yourself in between. Yeah, you. yeah, exactly. Okay. I've, I've, yep. No, okay, calm down. Yeah, just calm. Everybody, calm down. S- Silas, why did? Analia punch you? It was ring. I think it was an accident. It was. Uh, I, really, I would never punch Silas. Hold, hold on. I didn't even fight him when he was evil. That's true. Oh. Okay. Ow. Can I I want to cast heal before she can <laughs> get bet. to me. She's like trying so hard because she, she's like she's got like alcohol in a Ooh. swab. Don't, like, don't don't forget you're at a minus one for the for the wound. Okay, so it's only a ten. Okay, that's more than enough for you to uh, heal up, heal up the wound. Yeah, and it makes a nasty snapping sound as it goes yeah. back into place. Says, so, what's this about a ring? Um, Ooh. it's oh, it's wait, where did it go? What pocket is it in? It's the ring from the cult leader lady. Oh, we uh, should... it's it's in their top left breast pocket. Oh, oh, there we go. We should. Well, Silas, why don't, you, why don't you give that over here? I tried, oh. and then she punched me with it. Yeah, it definitely wants to be with Silas, and Anelia is now looking around for, like, a block box. All right, why don't I... I'll just put it under your microscope, or whatever that you use, and you can look at it. I'm just worried. But, yeah, okay. Um, bring. Jeff My on. nose got broken. I don't know what you're worried about. I don't want to punch you in the face. Mm, yeah, you see him real broke up about it. <laughs> <laughs> she looks real upset. She's like... Oh, okay. <laughs> like, you, she, <clears throat> she looks like you kicked a puppy. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. Well, also, for what it's worth, Silas, this is like... Silas gets in, like, bar fights and loses all the time. Like, that's <laughs> not... Like, he will start a fight and doesn't care that he's going to lose because... Emotions get like that's one of his in his bag of tricks is like, yeah, it shows your mother, and uh, you know. Did did you figure out about my unicorn? Yeah, well, I think gonna... this is going to help. That's the oh, thing. that is a really pretty ring, right? Can I have that ring? No, it's um, it may co- nope. it's mine first of all, and it might cause problems. So um, why don't yep. we put it where Analia can take a look at it? And we'll just 
Um, what I don't think that gonna... ring would look very good on you, Uncle Silas. I, I think, think that would ring look... would look really good on me. No, it would look great on me. In fact, green is hey, my color. Quick poll on Aaliyah. Would the ring look better on me or on Silas? It would obviously look better on you, but please don't wear it. Uh, Benton, would the ring look better on me or on Silas? Uh... I don't know how to answer that question. (laughs) Okay, so that's two votes for Zoe, one vote for Silas, one abstention. Zoe gets to wear the ring. (laughs) Mm. That's not, no, that's definitely, I can, that's not how this works. (laughs) I I voted for myself, obviously. But that's not, this is not a, this isn't a voting situation. Yeah, it's mine. It's mine. It, well, Silas, you took it from you took it from someone, and that literally means it's mine now. That's, that's not what how, happens that's when also, you take something. That's also uh-huh. not that's not what we're doing with this right now. Also, it seems like this might be maybe dangerous, well, and we should probably is. yeah. We you came in here to let Analia see it and try to figure out what's wrong with it. Did I? Yes. I mean, I, I, that's what I'm assuming. It's not like I was listening to your conversations all day. I was just. You know, going about my business, but yeah, I, hmm. I, I feel like that makes sense, right? I th- that does sound familiar. Yeah, you, you're yeah. asking me to research it. Oh yeah, I can't do that if you put it on. Well, okay. I'll let's take a look at it, and then I'll have it back. Just no. As long as we can all like <laughs> jot down that this is Silas's property. Then, th- then that's okay. Let's let's see what happens when we look at it. Yeah, let's see what happens when we look at it. Yeah, okay. When we look at my ring, Silas's ring, the ring, yes, the, the ring that's here. Ring. The cult leader has no need of this ring and <laughs> has lost possession of it. The Kushan Bars ring. They, they can't. A corporation can't own something. Well, yes, actually, technically they can. They, they, they're people by the government. I don't like it. <laughs> well, none of us do either, but it's still the way it works. And this is a Kushan Far ring, and we don't, we none of us have any idea what it actually well, it's does. A formerly of the Kushan Far. It's a Kushan Far's ring, and I'm sorry I broke her nose. I didn't know well, I was. Well, it went even- back. That's not the first time it was broken, anyway. It's like wipes blood off his face. <laughs> oh, God. Um, All right. Put some rubbing alcohol, disinfectant. And I don't need that. It's just blood in my mustache. It's fine. Um, I see this like very like the very big eyes of like. <laughs> uh, Nick, I don't know if this matters, but there's almost certainly like a bloody smudge on the ring at this point. Uh, that's probably an unimportant detail, but I'm gonna set it down <laughs> on Analia's workbench. <laughs> And uh, take a step back from it. Uh, Grabbing you, some of the books. You uh, you set it down on the workbench, and uh, Analia, he did not set it down on the workbench. Can you just put your hand there with it on the workbench? Oh. Silas, you have the ring in your hand. Uh, okay. I'll just, like... I don't like this. Hold I don't it. like this at all. I'll hold it on the bench yeah okay is, is the ring on the bench now yeah he's he's holding it there all right, all right. gonna grab her like she's gonna like pull out her backpack and start grabbing like different tools and 
she has like one of those little like you, you didn't even know she had it but suddenly she pulls out one of those little like diamond things oh like yeah that. Oh, a, jeweler, a jeweler's loop yes yep so she has one of those and you're like when did she get that and she just like pulls it out and she starts like tinkering with it she pulls out some of the books like a lot of stuff is coming out of this backpack and it doesn't make any sense I'm not like looking pulling at out the books from the uh, that she took from the Krishan Park and okay. like studying it and looking at it and looking to see if there's any symbols and then like also looking at the books I'm also looking at Silas to go, Silas, take your take your hand off the ring? Okay. Uh, Silas takes the ring with him. Um, no, I, actually, can we just say he doesn't move at all? He just says, okay. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Silas, Silas we, we, I'd like you to, to take your hand off the ring. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you're, you're, see, you say that, but you're not, you're not actually doing it. it. Your hand is still on the ring. Does anybody have a Kleenex? You, I think yeah. you do in one of your pockets. Maybe, maybe you should reach for reach for the Kleenex. Analia grabs the like cotton and rub like like the cloth she had and like hands it to him while she's trying to study this. Yeah, I'll just uh, use my free hand to like sort of yeah. Try to. I I still really like you to to take your other hand off the ring and just leave it on the table. Oh yeah, okay. So I I like put the Kleenex and then put <laughs> hold it with my right hand uh, See, uh, on the bench. Says, I don't. I don't think we're we're not communicating real well here. I'd like you to take both of your hands off of the ring and take a step back. Oh, um, yeah, no, no problem. Wonder. You, you didn't do it, did you? No. <laughs> Silas, you're still you're still standing there with your hand on the ring. Hmm. S- Silas, do you like? You can be aware of what's going on at any time. Yeah, I think um, this is the point where, like, because he he was like distracted and thinking about the Kleenex and watching what Analia was doing, and then and is now like making eye contact with Benton and is like getting a clue of like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to like really try to put it down on the bench and and leave it there. Okay, you you do so. Okay. Cool. And I'm just gonna take uh, a step back and put my hand, like, rub my hands on on the, on, like, on my hips, and then put them in my pockets. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, first, I'm gonna ask Zoe. Uh, yes. Would you mind just handing me that ring? Well, Emily is looking at it. I yeah, can. Emily is trying to research it. So that we can rescue little Jack Horner from um, his diminutive fate. I, I know. I mean, Emily, I'll, I'll get it back to you. I'm just trying to figure some things out here. Also, while she's doing this, she starts getting her alchemy stuff out, and I'm going to use an alchemy point to create a little potion to help little Jack Horner based on whatever I learn. Oh, that's great. Um, go ahead and make a uh, uh, make make two rolls while we figure this out. One is a weird science roll for uh, the potion, and one is a research role for uh, information about the ring. So, uh, Zoe, are you reaching out for the ring, or what's what's happening? Are you guys waiting yeah, until I'm gonna Emily go, says she's done? I'm going I'm, I'm to just... 
I, I do want to give Emily a space to work on this ring. I'm just going to, you know, the second it's up, I'm going to take that ring and I'm going to put it on because it's very pretty. <laughs> All right, maybe don't put it on. I just, just try to figure out who can touch this ring. Well, okay. we can check me on the list. That's, yes, that's Silas definitely can. Silas that's... can put on Silas's ring. <laughs> I mean, Annalia's like, I can touch it, it just doesn't like it. Uh, I rolled yeah. a 10 on my research, and I rolled a 5 on alchemy. Okay, uh, you're able to put together a... Uh, you're able to put, put together a magical miracle grow type uh, solution that, uh, that that can be added to uh, Little Jack Horner's uh, food and watering, which should help speed up growth. Um, Blythe, are there whiteboards in your lab? Yes. Okay, Silas has created, has started a chart that says, Silas's ring, and then above that, likes and dislikes as like two columns, and then that it likes Silas, and that it dislikes Analia, and then we don't know what column to put other people in yet. So he just is standing there with like, Probably like a yellow pen that's really hard to read. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to touch the ring and see if it likes me. Um, Analia turns to Zoe and is like, "Don't touch it yet. I want to do more research on it. Here's a potion that will grow little Jack Horner better. Just add it to Ooh, the Thank you. You are a true friend. Oh, Excellent yeah. deflection. That's just expert. Yep. Also, did we go on our movie date? Did the weekend happen? Um, I was thinking about that, but I said it's only been about four days since you guys got back, so I think it's coming up tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. In, in game time. Yeah. Donnelly is like, and awesome. if not, that is now officially true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she's just like, "You're welcome," and uh, I think I found a really great place we can go to dinner tomorrow. Um, and she continues to research. And so he's just kind of like. Oh wait, dinner's involved. <laughs> like it, to herself. Um, I figured we'd get hungry. Yeah, I like I eat food a lot of the time. So um, your phone rings. Oh, my phone rang. Hello. It's it's David. Or you you recognize the number as David? Uh, hi. How are you? Hey, babe. Uh, what what's up? I haven't seen you. I'm at work. I'm working on plants. Oh, that sounds uh, that sounds really cool. Um, I, I was thinking that we could hang out uh, uh, soon, like tomorrow. I got plants tomorrow, I, but I have. Uh, I, I I really thought that we could go out for a nice romantic dinner, and it would be good for us to spend some time together. We haven't spent a lot of time together lately, and I'd really like to see you because uh, you've been on my mind a lot. I mean, I, I don't like to say this in front of the guys or anything, but, you know, I, I, I love you and I want to spend more time with you. And I haven't seen you lately, and I think it's time that we need to spend some time together. I got plans tomorrow. You you can break those plans. No, I can't. But I'm, you know, you, you love me, right? This I'm going on a really date, I, I'm I'm really going on a date with somebody else. I, Hangs up. <laughs> The phone rings again. <laughs> Ignores. Also, casually during all that, Annalia is like, "Yeah, it has a really great karaoke section too, so that you can uh, perform for some people before we go see the movie." 
<sighs> what sound does your phone make when someone texts you? Um, does Joey's phone make when someone texts you? Just a little bing. Yeah. Bing. It's David. Mm, not going to look. Would, would he have his own like text tone? Mm, yeah, probably. Bing. But, uh, <laughs> I'm going to hand it to Silas. Bing. Just deal with this, maybe. I don't know. Um, do you, you don't want to spend time with him anymore? Well, I mean, I know if I say I don't want to spend time with him anymore, he's just going to follow me around. That's what all the boys I break up with do. Oh, I'll, um, I'll text him a spell. Hold on. Bing! And <laughs> I'm going to, like, type in Gaelic and, uh, do like a, what do you call it? Like, dispel? I'm trying to cast a spell through a text message. The phone rings. <laughs> it's the same number that's texted seven times. Yeah, that's right. I'm still typing. I'm right. like, ignore the call. And I w- I'm trying to cast a spell. I'm actually trying to do this. I don't know if it's possible. Okay. Awesome. What, what are you trying to cast? Dispel. D-I-S. Dispel. Okay. Oh, got it. Got it. Not the spell. Dispel. I'm trying to cast a dispel. <laughs> All right, you're trying to cast dispel yes through, via via text yes to him. Yes. Okay, so you're typing out you're typing out Gaelic into the into the phone. Yeah, and I'm trying to d- dispel the long term effect that Zoe has had on him. Um. Okay, and Silas, you're doing this through a cellular network and internet connected device. Is that correct? It's not mine. Right. <laughs> okay. So That's how it. I know it'll work. Like magic works over the internet. That's they invented it. <laughs> um it, Silas is nothing if not without conviction. Like I, no, I, I, I'm here for it. <laughs> uh I'm going to how, how many how many spell points does it take? I think it's two. Let me check. Okay. Uh, let's see. Detect these guys. Dispel. Um, oh, it's only one power point. Okay. Uh, I am going to charge you for that power point. Okay. Uh, mark it off in a special category. Uh, okay, so I was down to seven. Am, am I down to like six with an asterisk? Six with an asterisk. Okay. And uh, and uh, your total full points would be t- uh, nine with an asterisk. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh... Yeah, because I did... Oh, no, no, Detect is two. I actually might be lower, because I think Heal is two as well. Um, oh, Healing is three. That's I'm actually down five. Um, so now I'm at four with an asterisk. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, when, when enough time has passed that you've regained your spell points, do not take that point back. Your maximum is currently nine. Copy that. Uh... I'm going to ask you to make a roll 
and I will... I'm going to ask you to make a roll, but regardless of what that result is, I'm not going to tell you the results of what happens with this. I love that. I love that entirely. Okay. Uh, Am I rolling spellcasting? Yeah, yeah. Make make your regular spellcast. Okay, I'm I'm rolling with my left hand because that seems appropriate in this situation. Uh, that's a six. Okay. Uh, there's one more thing of a text message that comes in after you text that after you text what, that spell what does it say oh you're reading it yeah uh, it says I'll see you later there there it worked he'll leave you alone now just like yeah you probably shouldn't talk to him anymore okay I mean I really liked him at one time and then it got to be too much yeah that's well it's like what we were talking about how okay can I ask you for some love advice yes Silas I'm an expert when you are still there (laughs) when you are really into someone three feet away when you are really into someone, like, I mean, really into someone, how mm-hmm. do you keep them from becoming your mindless slave? Well, uh, with humans, it's not really going to be possible. Um, okay. So I encourage you to have relationships with non-humans. So theoretically, if I knew a non-human that I wanted to date, like, that would be a good idea. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's much less likely that you will sort of overwhelm their self-will and... Um, erase their personality oh okay cool i'm gonna do that in fact i might already be doing that yeah aren't you going on a date with analia i don't think she knows didn't she just remind you yeah but i didn't know if she knew it was a date or not hi analia oh okay so you two just so everyone knows you two are going on a date and i think both of you are romantically interested in each other Am, oh. am I on the right page here? I mean, what? <laughs> For me, yes. You got it. Okay. You got it. Great. Analia? Uh, what? Huh? You're I'm romantically just... interested in Zoe, right? I she's got like other 18 other research things in her yeah. hands. She's like, oh, yeah. That's, I thought that's why we're going on a date. Yeah. Okay. Great. There we go. Problem solved. <laughs> Silence from Zoe. Good. That's cool, good. Cool. I'm really, I'm really happy about. Yeah. Um, no, genuine, genuinely, like Zoe has no idea what to do with like any of this information. She's just like all of the times she's dated someone, it's just been like, oh, I think you're cute, and then they just are like, I think you're cute. She does not know how to like behave in a relationship where both people are like roughly equal, have free will. Yeah, where both people have free will. It terrifies her. Um. Great. Um, Analia, you, uh, you're able to find some information about uh, Facetone. 
And Facedown is a uh, physical remnant of um, matter that has come through from the Fey realm. Uh, it is pretty rare, so there aren't a ton of examples about uh, what it's like. However, one thing that you were able to determine is that it uh, intends that it, in almost all cases, bonds with a person once it comes through. It tends to prefer people who have some connection to Fey, whether that is through uh, the ability to cast magic, or if uh, you are from that realm, it will form uh, a bond very quickly and very powerfully uh, with with such a person, and does not like to be away from that from that person. And it provide generally provides uh, an increase in. Um, power and connection to the Fey realm. Okay. Um, so, is gonna turn to Silas. He's gonna be like, do you want to be connected and traceable by the Fey? Traceable? Because that's what the spring is gonna do. Why would it make me traceable? It connects you deeper to the Fey. I'm already connected to the Fey. That's where my magic comes from. Well, it's going to make it worse. Um, she's 100% trying to bluff on this, but she's like hmm. trying to make you not want the ring. Point of order. Would it help my dad find me? Because I know he's looking. It could probably help you find your dad. So, so I don't know if I've communicated how just cataclysmically dangerous Oberon is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're you're not a fan. You're not a fan. He was like your wacky sitcom neighbor or whatever. He would come in and knock everything over, and you didn't like it. I <laughs> let's just let's Silas. just see. Let's Oberon. <laughs> <laughs> let's just see if Zoe can touch the ring. Okay, let's just see what happens. Well, I do need to finish my chart. So, okay, I'm going to reach over and touch the ring. Do I have to uh, roll something? No, no response. There's oh. no, there's no, uh, oh, there's weird. no, there, there, there's no resistance. Is it just magical backgrounds or specifically fey backgrounds? Because I also have a background. Like, I am magical. It is, um, it is specifically, it's not specifically fey, it's, it's through magic. But magic that is connected to the fey realm. Hmm. So I guess I'll complete the the test and try to touch the ring. Uh, It does not want to be touched by you. Like, you can feel resistance as your hand starts getting close. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, You can... Dislike column? It definitely definitely dislikes me. If Uh, you... Like, it it won't require roll, but you would have to make a uh, physical effort in order to be able to touch the ring. It only right. really, I mean, it like it prefers Fey. It likes it clearly Fae. does like the Fey, and we should probably put it in a box and put it away. Look, it it would. All right. It's a powerful artifact that will enhance my ability to use magic. That's I think that's what you just said, right? Mm. 
that's what I know. But I'm trying to tell you. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, we'll rewind that then. Um, I, am, I am telling you that it will make you findable by the Fae. Mm. Do you don't want to be found by the Fae? Yeah, I do, though, so... And also, Silas, you don't want uh, Zoe to be found by the Fae, either. No, I, yeah, I've, I've made that clear, yeah. Yeah, so... We should probably let Analia put it in a box and uh, keep it locked up. Yeah, it's going to have to be the right kind of box. Hmm. Analia's going to get out. She has, like, she, like, suddenly pulls out, like, a lockbox. And it's, like, <laughs> it's got, like, runes and stuff on it that look probably demonic. She's like, I don't really like using this side of things, but she's going to, like, I have an arcane background. I don't really have, like, a spell casting, but she's going to try and use her alchemy, like, say it's more of, like, a potion that she has to make and pours on it, and it magically, like, seals. Um, I think that, I think that this is, uh, this is more like a kind of an arcane device. Okay. And, and powered by your alchemy. But I think that as long as you're using this, like I'm, I'm okay with you sort of like spending points to have to have this thing. Yeah. But I think that it costs from the pool of points that you have the way that the, um, the from my powerpoints. Yeah, for the the, the way the artificer, the way the arcane. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, I can't find exactly the wording on the artificer edge, but I have it now. I think. Yeah, I remember you said you took that for your advance. Um. And I know that I was looking at it before. Uh, Arcane Devices. It is page 153. Okay. So, in essence, what it lets you do is invest PowerPoints that you have uh, into a device for any kind of... So, any, any spell that you know, any power that you have, you can imbue it into a device so that other people can use it instead. It exists outside of your sort of innate ability to cast, or in this case, your other devices that that you have. So I would say that, um, like, I'm not going to give you carte blanche. It doesn't let you create a whole bunch of things that you don't already have access to. No. But I think story-wise, what... I'm okay with this sort of also representing almost like a a gadgeteering pool and things that you might have, um, but they're going to cost you from your pool as long as you maintain them. That's fine. Uh, it's just, it's one of her, like, story-wise, this is like a demonic artifact she was given at birth that locks shit up. And she hates it, but she's gonna use it. Okay. I think that it's, uh, I think that it's doing two things. I think that it is probably using points for conceal arcana and also for dispel, if I'm understanding what you want it to be able to do. Uh, mostly just keep it in there. Like, it will just, like, it, it, the ring can move around or do shit, but the, the idea is that it won't be able to get it. So. Right, and, I, and I'm interpreting that as being, like, so unless you have a... a, a a different way that you want to do this. I'm kind of thinking of that as being the dispel aspect that, that, that it prevents it from doing what it wants to do, which is be near Silas. Does that seem yeah. fair? Yeah, that seems fair. Okay. And then is it detectable through the box? 
or does the bot is is it basically is it like a lead box that is preventing it from being seen and preventing it from going out and doing what it wants to do? Is it conference room four, <laughs> or is it? Uh, in the past, it has done that. She's hoping it will apply here, kind of thing. Like okay. in the past, it's it's pretty hard to trace. Like none of y'all knew she had this. <laughs> okay, then then I think this is uh, using using those two powers. I'm going to say that this is going to cost three points. Okay. Which are going to be out of your total until you are not using this box. Okay. So I will have a total of 12 points. And I would like you to make a uh, weird science roll for this. Cthulhu dice. I'm going to re-roll. Well, that's a five. Okay. I could re-roll. But I'm like... Am I really going to do better? <laughs> I'll try it. I have five pennies. Yeah, no, five it is. Okay. Uh, so you're able you're able to uh, activate the activate the runes. You you pour the requisite um, alchemical creation on top of it, and everything sort of. Uh, it, unless you think otherwise, uh, it sort of like glows red and then fades into the into the runes etched on the box. It's kind of scary. It's like like you notice like she has to like she like cuts up into her hand and has to like do a thing, and it's like suddenly there's like weird claw like shadows are appearing around the room and everything feels like it's closing in a little bit and then it glows red. And then it stops and everything just kind of goes back to normal. It's just a regular box. And then she starts, like, putting alcohol on her cut and, like, bandaging it up. That was an impressive piece of magic, Analia. Do you want help bandaging up your cut? She hands her her hand. (laughs) Sure. Okay. This I can do. (laughs) And yes, Zoe is going to very carefully and tenderly help her bandage her cup. Benton, let's get coffee. Yeah, let's let's do that. That seems like a thing to do. I think the first time you've seen Analia do magic. It was very impressive. That actually I think she's gonna say that. That was really impressive. Yeah, it's a little spooky. I mean I thought it I thought it looked really cool. I don't think it was that spooky at all. Like that was I don't impressive. Know. Yeah, it was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, like, it's not, like not scared. No, <laughs> it's much cooler than when Silas does magic. He does get perfect eyeliner though, which I'm a little jealous of. Mm, that is true. Looking like a raccoon because I just couldn't get it that day. I'm really good at eyeliner, so. Um, to do my makeup sometime. Yeah, that would be good. Zoe is trying valiantly not to throw up. <laughs> I don't think she's going to, but let's find out. <laughs> I'm rolling a d20 just to, to stack right. the odds. <laughs> I got a 17. <laughs> uh, is is that to throw up or not throw up? Not throw up. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you, you do not throw up. Zoe does not throw up. 
is that so is that from uh emotions is that yeah zoe's just just like nerves like a bundle of nerves she is not used to like actually having to work to get somebody to like her great and like that extends beyond romance it extends to like friendship familial relationships yeah okay um do we want to do you guys have more or do we want to fade out on that scene while you two do your uh flirty oh flirty hurdy like as zoe's doing it zoe gets a piece of hair that like falls in her face and analia does the like pushback oh my god flirty (laughs) hurdy (laughs) <laughs> and I can't help but notice that you two gentlemen are still standing here and watching. Oh us. no, we it's left. Oh no, we we, we, yeah, we yeah, got okay. the heck out of there. Oh, we're okay. whoop, out. Yeah, well, thank <laughs> they went for coffee. Yeah, yeah, we're not weird. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. But then you were talking about how impressive the match. Was. Well, that was like on so our way like, out. Yep, that's on our way out, great. we were like, "That was real cool." Bye bye. Okay. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, you guys walk out towards the uh, the lot the lobby and. Um, Terry is there and almost comically uh, he's like he's typing on the computer and he's got the phone on, on one ear and then he's like trying to juggle the other line coming over and and uh, he's doing the whole uh, saying one thing to the wrong person and then oh no not not oh I hold on I uh, oh Thank you for calling Pembroke. We're very, very pleased to take your call. How may I? Oh, uh, wait. Oh, no, uh, it's you again. Okay. Um, uh, uh. I, uh, I don't know how to help him. Yeah, no, that's sorry, buddy. I just give him the old like, mm, sorry. I know. And I, I like find I one of my little like travel whiskey bottles, like air, air, <laughs> airplane whiskey bottles. I'm like. I just go put that on the desk in front of him. That's this is problem solving. Okay. Uh, ter- Terry nods and uh, sort of smiles and Good job. Uh, and uh, I a little a little girl walks into the into the office. Oh, and Ooh. walks right up to the the two of you. And says, it, "This is Pembroke." Um, yes, uh, out of character. About what age? Eight. Okay. About uh, eight-ish. Um, uh, uh, Malaysian. Mm. Okay, I take a knee, so I'm, yeah. I'm not towering over her. I take a step back because I smell weird and freak people out, and I don't want to <laughs> do that. Like yeah, yeah. This is Pembroke. Um, wh- what? Um, what can we help you with? Are you okay? She uh, kind of looks at you for a moment and then turns so that she's kind of more addressing Benton, mm-hmm. but is still sort of talking to both of you and said, says. Uh, my my mother said that if there is trouble or I need help, that I can always talk to someone with at Pembroke to to help with with some issues, and I need to hire you. And okay. she looks very very determined. 
and then uh, in fact turns away from Silas and towards Benton and says can you help me? I can I can I have money to pay you. I just look um, at Benton. I go down and say you don't need to do that. I do the the one knee thing as well. You don't need to do that. Uh do, what what's your mother's name? Who uh who sent you here? What's the uh, yeah, what's your mother's name? <laughs> My my mother's name is Sarah. Okay. But I just call her mom. Right. And what's your name? My name is Elizabeth. Hello, Elizabeth. I'm Benton. That's Silas. And what what do you need help with? My pet has gone missing. And I can't find I can't find it anywhere. And mom and dad are haven't been able to find it. And I know that you are detectives. And I need help uh, because uh, because and she like with her lip quivers and she gets a uh, uh, tears in her eye uh, because. Frederick J. Prince is very important to me, and if I don't find him again, I'm going to be very upset. Okay. Well, I hope that we can find Frederick J. Prince. He sounds like an excellent pet. Um, what kind of what kind of pet is he? Is he a little he, dog, a little cat? She shakes her head and sort of pouts her lip. He's a. a she takes a deep breath and says. He's a chupacabra. Aww. That's exciting. I didn't know those were real. <laughs> very, very sweet. That's really lovely. Um, where did you last see him? He was, uh, he was in the yard. Mm-hmm. And, and then when I, I went out a little while later, because it's always good to make sure that they have time in the yard, because uh, they're not indoor pets. No, and she not. says that in a rote way that yep. sounds like that has been <laughs> yep come down through the through the family uh, very very forcefully. So I made very sure that the gate was closed and locked, and that and that he couldn't get out. And then I went inside, and then I uh, went to get uh, his his favorite toy, and then I came back out. And and he was gone. Okay. okay. We should probably start at the yard then. Um, we should probably yeah. go check this out. Yeah, we should definitely go check this out. Um, Elizabeth? Maybe we should leave Elizabeth here with Terry, though. Just in case. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth, are your parents at home? Yes. And do they know that you're here? Yes. Mm. <laughs> that didn't that didn't sound very convincing. Is are you sure your parents know that you left the house and came all the way down here? Uh, 
it was very important and they didn't they couldn't they didn't want to find him and they couldn't find him and I needed help and you guys are supposed to help so you uh, I see and, and I have and I and I have and I have money to pay you and she she reaches into a pocket and she has a handful of coins and some crumpled uh, bills that are sticking out on there because because it's important that I pay you to to find Frederick because because you're detectives and you help people yeah okay so okay. now look the charge for this is one dollar that's the normal fee for this okay so the just like I have that yeah I just like pull the one dollar out and hand it to Ben to, like I don't like this isn't going to be resolved any other way <laughs> okay fine I put it in my pocket I'm like see Good job. Okay, I'll I'll go get the others, uh, Benton. If you want to sort of get your kit together, um, and mm-hmm. uh, actually, maybe we should have her come with us because she might be able to answer yeah. questions on site, and she needs to go home. Yeah, we should take her with. Okay, us. so you go grab grab the others, and uh, I'll watch Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to march down the hall and knock on the door like before <laughs> I get into the doorway <laughs> like, it's, it's, it, it's a swing it's a swinging like double it's now door. like a saloon door yeah but but like but like the restaurant it's got like the uh, yeah the portholes yeah I don't want to look in <laughs> I'm trying to knock without looking into the oh we're fine you can come in I didn't know that did I <laughs> No. I imagine they're just sitting there like they're still in the same spots but like the bandaging is done and they were just like so she's like showing her how to use the potion to keep ta- take care of little Jack Horner they're, like their foreheads are very close mm. yeah. that's <laughs> cute they're close but they're not Adelie is not going to make the first move Zoe's not going to make the first move <laughs> Adelia, Zoe this is very exciting we have to find a chupacabra what? Those are real? Apparently. I hope they don't really eat goats, but I <laughs> we're going to have to find out. So, the most adorable young lady has turned up in the office, and her pet chupacabra's gone missing. So, we need to walk her home and uh, find out what's happened. To the Benton Mobile. I don't think Before he has a car. Adelia's going to do this. She's going to be like, well, of course the most adorable young lady's already here. And then, like, we Zoe. <laughs> All right. So second. That's, okay. Fine. Third. And then, uh, yeah. Benton Mobile. There's spinning graphics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Spinning, spinning Benton, Benton Mobile graphic. Yeah. Later. Uh, I'll, I'll drive pe- so Benton doesn't have to. No, I'll drive. That's fine. You can. Uh, you keep. You. You're great with Elizabeth. You should keep her entertained and feeling safe. Yeah, but she likes you. Yeah, I don't know why. It's very weird. I am also mystified. It's, I'm not very likable. So this is. Really I know. Odd. Look, kids <laughs> really like me. Um, I should probably just talk to her and. You know, I'll have a friend for life. Oh, oh, hold on. No, Zoe, we don't know if she's human, so let's just pump can, the brakes. Can I sit up front? Huh? Can I sit up front? No, no, you're you're too little. You should sit in the back. Oh. But I... Okay. 
can I sit on your side? Behind Benton? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course you sure. can. Analia okay. looks at looks at Silas and is like, I'm still taller than you, so I still take the front. Oh, that hadn't occurred to me to ask. Are you sure you're taller than me? <laughs> Analia looks at, looks down at him. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is she still like five inches taller than him? Was he six five or yeah, something? I think her height changes every week. Yeah. It's somewhere between six three and six five. <laughs> Elizabeth looks at you very seriously and nods her head. She is taller. <laughs> okay. Yep. And don't and of course you can sit behind Benton. It's the safest place to sit too. That's right. Um, That's right. So I would like to use Detect Arcan Arcana. Uh, on uh, wait, what did we uh, Elizabeth? Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to cast Detect Arcana, please. Okay. All right. Let's spend Make your roll. Two PowerPoints. I'm down to two with a s- asterisk. Um, I, I think you're back up to nine. There, there's been some time here. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you have. We haven't been like I. I I'm not. I, I don't feel like we need to keep a zealous track of everything unless we're combat oriented. Well, or there's a timing issue. Nick, you know you cannot have a meaningful campaign <laughs> if you don't keep accurate time records. <laughs> All right, take a Betty, you magnificent bastard. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I have an eight. Okay, uh, that's enough for a success. Yeah, and should. Um, Look past four points of deception, I think, because it's a raise. Oh, um, an eight is a raise. You're right. So let, let me see how that's worded, just in case. I, I don't want you to have to reveal something if you don't have to. No, no, there, there's, uh, I'm fine with that. Okay. It's perfectly fine. Oh, I can ignore up to four points of penalties for attacking foes hidden by magical darkness, invisible. So I assume that means like looking through magical invisibility and all that. Right. Um, yeah. Your true sight, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth is uh, Elizabeth is human, or at least appears to be baseline human, as far as I can tell. Okay. Yep. That's, I just keep that to myself. I everyone sees me put eyeliner on, like that's fine. We know what's happening. I've, mm-hmm. No mystery. Right. Oh, and but that. So if I was up to nine, then I'm down to seven, and that, it feels like it could matter if we get into trouble. So. Okay. Uh, she gives you the address, and it's it's not too far. It's slightly worrying uh, that an eight-year-old hopped on a bus and came to the office, but not, you know. But this wasn't an all-day thing, right? Uh, that 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 uh, that took her here. Um, but you you get to uh, you get to an area of the city where it is. Um, Neighborhood row houses, nothing super fancy like the uh, post-war baby boom type construction. So it's just like a, a section that's neighborhood neighborhood houses. There's like you know three models, and they're rotated a little you know every once twice down the block, so they look different, but they're actually all the same. Uh, things that we've living in LA, we've probably all seen. You know, a uh, hundred times, yeah, or more, probably more than a hundred times. Uh, but you pull up, you pull up to the house, and it is uh, painted kind of um, 
like blue gray white trim uh the door is uh painted green there's a screen door there's a little porch nice grassy area there is uh, a car in the in the lot in the driveway garage is closed there's a big tree in the front yard that's got a uh, tire swing on it uh, and it looks like a completely bucolic suburban home. A real house's house. Yeah. A, a house among houses. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we just we're gonna walk up to the front door and knock. We're okay. Not um, I. I wasn't supposed to go. I wasn't supposed to go down and see you. I was supposed to be over at my at my friend Jimmy's house. It's okay. Uh, I'm he, sure you're not going to be in trouble. He he just lives up the block, but I I just needed someone to help me with with Frederick. No, well, okay, but you understand working with uh, a distinguished person such as yourself, but at your age. We have to consult your parents. Yeah. Unfortunately, we do. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. She she screws her face up seriously and then and then mounts. Okay. Bye. All right. So just ring the doorbell like like you do when you walk up to a house. Bing bong. Okay. Uh, uh, a Malaysian woman answers the door. She, yes, can I? Oh, Lizzie, what are you? What are you doing here? Who? Who are these people? And I say hello. Uh, my name is Benton Ailes. These are my associates, Silas, Analia, and Zoe, uh, and we work for Pembroke Investigations. And we've just been hired Lizzie. by this wonderful young woman here to find her missing pet. I'm... I'm so sorry. There's... You don't need to, to trouble yourself. It's... Uh, we will... Nope, I'm sure nope. that... I'm, I'm, I'm sure that he, he'll return on his own. We haven't been able to find him in the neighborhood, but you know how Chupacabra are. Sometimes they leave for a while and then come back. I didn't uh, know that, there's, actually. Lizzie, it's, you should not have troubled these these people. They were not, uh, ma'am. It's totally fine. I don't think you nothing to worry about. And I us, paid them. She she puts her yes. hands. Uh, she Elizabeth puts her hand on her hips and says, "I. It's very important to find Frederick, and we couldn't do it. And you always said that if I needed help or was in trouble, that I could go to Pembroke's and that they would help." That they are supposed to help help us if we have problems. And, uh, uh, go ahead. And I, I would say, yep. And believe you, there, believe you me. There's no job too small. We are very happy to take this job on. As Elizabeth here said, she did pay us, so she is a paying customer. Yeah, the the standard fee of one dollar, in fact. Yes. So. Um, we have to take this job very seriously. Very seriously. You can see uh, a smile start to try and break out of uh, Sarah's face, although she's still looking very stern. And she says, 
well, then I suppose you should come inside and we can talk about what happened. Well, I'd love to. Yeah, I mean, if you have a picture of uh, Frederick yeah. Prince the Younger. Um, I do, I do. And Elizabeth runs off uh, into the house. Analia's like, I actually didn't know Chupacabra were real until today. Well, they're, uh, they're, they're not common. Um, but uh, Lizzie really seemed to, to bond, and uh, the requirements to, to keep them were not too onerous, so we decided that we would uh, uh, adopt and uh, rescue Frederick, and um, and everything was going well. Uh, and she's been very upset that, that he's been missing. Hmm. Understandable. A, a rescue Understandable. pet is also an admirable thing to take on. Yeah, so that's and, really know, lovely. Losing a pet is really hard. I had a dog or two as a kid. Yeah. So, where, did you, um, where did you last... Do you remember the last time you saw uh, Frederick? It was about... It, not it was about. It was. It was three days ago. Um, Lizzie had let let had visited him out in the yard, and uh, had come inside to get his his favorite cho- toy, and go back out. And she gets a little distracted, so it was maybe longer than a couple of minutes. And when she came back out, they. He it was gone. Now we looked we looked for him and we tried to find him, but uh as you know they they can't be chipped and it just was we drove around the neighborhood, we asked people, we put up some flyers, we had to do it circumspectly and use a bad picture because not everyone in the neighborhood is uh is is aware of the distinction mm-hmm. um and so it was it's not a very good picture uh, mm-hmm. but it would look like someone's animal just just and, and our number and we haven't gotten any responses right. and uh it is still and she makes sure that elizabeth has not returned to the room and says they are still not domesticated and mm-hmm. It's entirely possible that it just decided that it was time to go and left, um, and we're working through how to help her pass that that uh, possibility. Right. I have an out of character question. Uh, so Sarah seems human. At first um, how, how, how long does your yes? At first glance, how long does your? Um, I think it's just a last? few minutes. Hold on. Okay. Uh, oh, one hour. Really? Oh, no, no, wow. no. Hold on. Duration five to detect, one hour to conceal. Ah, okay. I don't know that, what duration that makes, that five means. Like five rounds. Oh, that's not long so, at all. Like, okay. like a minute. Okay. Le- less than a minute, but yeah. And, and, I don't th- and I know that you can keep pumping PowerPoints into it to make it go longer, but I don't think you were doing so. No, that... Uh, out. Yeah, that wasn't uh, my okay. plan. Um, so then I'm just going to ask. And so just so I know... Um, from what I've just the lore that I've heard, what is the situation with the chupacabra vis-a-vis um, goats? 
she uh, she looks at you uh, and sort of realizes for the first time that that your your nature. Oh, okay, so and she says, can see me. Like, yeah. Okay. And goes laughs a little bit and says, "I don't think you need to worry. Uh, Frederick is about the size of a Chihuahua." Oh, oh, that's and, great. Okay, and uh, to my knowledge, the information is accurate, uh, but I don't think that you would have any any difficulty. And well, he was always always a sweetheart. Okay, they that's do, I was picturing something much bigger. They do. Uh, they do primarily suck blood and uh, chew on meat. And uh, we have been trying to keep it away from any local pets. So we have been buying, uh, going to the butcher, mm-hmm. buying raw food, raw raw meat, and getting uh, cow's blood or pig's blood or whatever they have yeah. on hand uh, in in order to feed Freddy. Um, but not, uh, I, I wouldn't worry too much about about uh, any of you. I, I I've never seen him act aggressively towards towards a human. Or anyone else toward towards a person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Um, but I mean, you don't need to. I, I appreciate you being so sweet, but there's no need to continue to. And as she starts to say that, Elizabeth runs back into the room and has a stack of uh, pictures, mostly Polaroids. And then a bunch of drawings I, as well. I really thought it was 100% it was just, a drawing. That's what, yep, I, was I, that was what I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, so, so yes, there is pr- pride of place is is a is a drawing of uh, you know me and my me and my chupacabra mm. uh, on there. But there's also some some Polaroids of her uh, holding up a kind of. Um, It looks to you like kind of like a mangy dog, mm. uh, a really ugly mangy dog. Um, it is. It's a little bigger than a chihuahua, but not much more. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so definitely within the huggable and carryable range for an eight-year-old. Yeah. Um, patches of brown and gray fur, uh, and then some smooth skin. The mouth is what looks the most unlike a dog. Uh, not to be like I don't want to get deep into like weird horror stuff, but it's sort of somewhere in between like a dog's mouth and like uh, a lamprey. Yeah. Ooh. On there, Ooh. so Nightmare. we don't have we don't have to talk about that too much. Nope. Think about that too much. But I just want to say, like, looking at that, you would go, "Not a dog." <laughs> um, <laughs> if if you are familiar with dogs. Um, but but the rest of the body is reasonably canine size, and if you kind of caught an oblique picture, like from the side, you wouldn't necessarily think that it wasn't a dog uh, in that case. On there, okay. And 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 this is us when when uh, when we adopted him, and then oh, and when when I picked out his name, and then this is this is his favorite place when we go for a walk. And she's just showing you like all of the pictures, and this is the one that I drew because I love him so much. Mm-hmm. Not only, it's just like he's so cute, like genuinely thinks he's really cute. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, cool, well cool. Um, 
Sarah called it professional curiosity. It's really no trouble. And I personally would like to find Frederick and uh, meet him. So um, I, I think I can speak for all of us that we, we're going to take a look around. Yeah. Um, yep. I little fella. And she does like one of those like little like petting the picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're taking we're we've taken the case. Well, we're going to look for this. Look for Frederick. Sarah looks like she wants to say something, but kind of bites her tongue to not say anything in front of Elizabeth. Uh, mm-hmm. So and if- says, "Why? Why don't you? I okay. Let's. Uh, I'll show you the yard. Um, Th- that'd be great. Yeah. And is going to turn to Elizabeth and is like." Why don't you go draw? You're such a good artist. Why don't you go draw some more pictures of Frederick? We could really use them. Will Will that help? Yeah, of course it will. Probably. Yeah, definitely. Okay. We'll go I, check. I, I, I can do, I can do that. And she gives and, her a little hug. Uh, she doesn't want to be hugged. Okay. So, like, you kind of go in, and she like leans away. And then she does like so. Then she kind of goes like transitions from hug to like handshake. Like she very seriously <laughs> sticks her hand out and shakes. Her. This girl carries a briefcase to school, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> um, so as we're heading out to the yard, I want to uh, reapply my eyeliner and um, see what I can see as we're following Sarah out. Because I'm also curious about Sarah's nature a little bit. So. Um. Yeah. Uh, give me a roll. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna spend a penny. Oh, that's an exploding twelve. Ooh, it's a sixteen. Um, the first thing that you notice is there is a very strong emanation of necromantic magic that surrounds and pervades uh, Sarah. Okay. Uh, It is focused uh, very strongly. So, like, her entire aura is giving you necromantic magic. But uh, it radiates most strongly in sort of a ring around her throat. Hmm. Uh, so, like at the base of, at the base of her neck, like all a the way around, kind of thing. Exactly, and in fact, you see that she is wearing a is wearing a choker. Okay. Um, so there is which, some sort of some piece of jewelry that corresponds to what I can see. Yes, but it's not the jewelry that is that is created. Oh, that. okay. It's just like under there or something. Right. Okay. Right. As if she was wearing a piece of jewelry that went over where. Yeah, it's probably holding her head on. From. Yeah, that makes sense. Like the ribbon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think it's I think it's probably black. So it's black with like a little cameo. Cool. Um, that's why I just make that assumption. I'm like, no, that's fine. I mean, if, it's pretty inconvenient if your head tips off. So that's <laughs> just gotta hold it on there. Um, that's all. That's all mental and internal. Yeah. 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 I'm. Okay. I'm just. We're following her out to the, I assume, the backyard. Is that what you were saying? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She, she leads you through the house, and uh, 
through like a a uh, set of French doors that goes out into the backyard. And the backyard is um, spacious but not huge, like bigger than you would expect from seeing the front. It's it, but it's fairly narrow because of the house on either side, but it goes back quite a distance. Um, a big enough yard that you would think, oh, easily the size for a, a medium-sized dog to be able to run around and have some space uh, in there. And, um, you know, there's some there's a picnic table and there's some backyard accoutrements. There's a shed that's got, uh, looks like it's probably where yard tools and things like that are kept. And then a lot of big open grass and there's a tree on one side that provides a bunch of hanging shade that goes that goes over it. And you can see throughout the yard, there's spaces where it's been kind of uh, dug at. Um, you know, the grass is in good shape, but it's but it's a little bit patchy. Like there's been an animal that goes out there and mm. runs around and does its thing, but not but not you know a ton. Uh, just enough that you can go like, oh, this person probably has a pet, or a lot of uh, wild animals decide that this is the best yard to hang out in. Like that. So she, she walks out and she goes, So, she, Frederick usually lives, lives out here. Um, we don't like him in the house so much. Uh, he is non domesticated uh, or sort of on the verge, I would say. It seems like um, an outdoor pet, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he hasn't shown any kind of uh, uh, special desire to escape or to leave. Like we're not holding him here against against his will. Mm. Um, and I think that we have pro- pro- provided a, a good life for him. Um, About how clever is a chupacabra? Uh, smartish dog. Okay. Interesting. Uh, maybe a little, maybe a little smarter than a smart dog. Okay. Um, but but still very much, you know, an animal. He's, he's walked into the very clean uh, window before and not. Well, I mean, who hasn't? Am I right? Um, but it really is. We found him in in the front yard a couple of months ago. And he looked like he was in bad shape. And uh, Elizabeth just fell in love with him. And uh, I convinced my husband that we could let her have a pet. And uh, this seemed like one that was uh, uh, in need. So we, we took it in and they've been fairly inseparable ever since. Um, you know, we did explain to her that that Frederick is a is a wild animal, and that sometimes they leave, and that they have other lives, and that we just need to be happy for the time that that Frederick shared with us. Um, but I don't think he's coming back. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not. If he did, I would be delighted, and it would mean everything to to Elizabeth. But I know you are you're very busy, and I, I appreciate you humoring her, and uh, you know for for a dollar. And but you don't need to 
you don't need to spend any time. Like we, I understand that it's not something that you're going to, to be able to, to find or help with. Your mic. Zoe leans in really close and says, did you do it? <laughs> All right, take it, Benny, because that's a commit to the bit, and I kind of love it. <laughs> genuinely, when she was, but genuinely, when she was saying that out of character, I was no, like, no, no. oh, she did it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the husband. Right? Yeah, but, but, but regardless, I just love that as a, as a thing. So Zoe's first response is always, did you do it? You were the one who did it. Um, no. No, I would never do that to, to my daughter. You're so sure that it's not coming back. Look, it's a wild chupacabra. It came into our life. We were able to, to nurse it back to health, and my daughter, my daughter loves him. But I have no illusions that it was going to stay forever. We would love it if it did, but there's no way for us to be able to, to, to do that. It's like if you adopted a, a raccoon or a coyote, and then one day they decided that they weren't going to be around any longer, what, what would you do? It's a wild animal. Listen, I'm adopted. I find this whole conversation very offensive. Well, I didn't mean to offend. Will, got, my, got my eye on you. <laughs> Emily is kind of just like, we'll humor it for a little bit. I, we understand your concerns. We'll see what we can do. And then, you know, if we can't find her, find him, we can't find him. But, we'll, you know, we'll try. She's... Okay, I just, I... I don't, we don't want to get her hopes up either. I don't want to get her hopes up, and I don't want to draw this out. If, if, Frederick is, if Frederick returns, fantastic. If you find him, wonderful. But if he doesn't, that's also part of life, and it's something that, that Elizabeth will need to learn about. Uh, so please don't lead her on. And, of course. Uh, I, 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 appreciate, I appreciate your efforts. No problem. We're just going to, we're doing the best we can. Okay. Um, do you have other questions for Sarah or do you want to explore the yard or? Yeah, I want to start exploring the yard. Yep. Same. Let's explore the yard. See what's up. I want to watch Sarah and see if she does anything suspicious. Um... Define suspicious. Just like if she seems like particularly like curious about a certain part of the yard or like nervous or whatever, you know, seeing it like, <laughs> yeah, darting the eye, like being like, Oh, I hope they don't look in the under, in the cellar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't look at that freshly turned. Nobody. I hope they don't look in the garden where all the flowers have been upturned. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. What did I miss? Uh, Zoe, Zoe being suspicious. I love it. Okay. <clears throat> Might as well call her Zoe suspicious. No, didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I'm very familiar with those. It sounded great in my head, and the moment I started saying it, 
Nope, this is nothing. <sighs> but you press on anyway. Um, what uh, what is your notice? What what is your notice roll? I think it's a T four. You want me to roll? Yes, please. All right. Is she out. looking at Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. She she's watching Sarah as Benton and Analia start going through the yard and kind of trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. An eight. An eight. Fantastic. Great. Uh, let's let's hold on to that, and we're going to take a listen to what Benton and Analia are doing, and uh, maybe Silas, and then I will tell you what uh, Sarah's reactions are based on based on their actions. Hmm. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, uh, so where where do you want to start in the yard? Alia's going to go over to the gate because like, I'm guessing there's a gate that leads to the front yard. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like a, a side gate. Um, so oh. it's it's the side of the house. There's the trash bins out there. Um, there's sort of a there's sort of a tub that is. Um, it's been washed out, but you can tell that it had kind of the remnants of uh, blood and meat and other things in there. Uh, and Sarah says that's where where we fed him. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like a, lo- a wide, low tub. I'm looking to see if the, like, lock on the gate is, like, broken or if there's, like, scratches that imply something dug under. Like, okay. looking to see if it looks like either the gate was broken so it was open or, like, it dug out, like, it genuinely tried to escape or if someone might have sabotaged. There's no lock on the gate, just a latch. The latch is in good condition. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, you, you know, you're able to pop it open and move the gate and it latches as soon as the, the hook goes into the, into the hasp. Um, like that, so that looks to be in in good shape. Um, you do see some scratches up around the the edge, uh, sort of like a little bit on the gate side and a little bit on the post mm-hmm. side on there, uh, like something was scrabbling at it on there. So there's like some Mars in the paint, a little bit of gouges on there. Um, Sarah. You know, has watched them come over to the to the gate and said uh, that this is where we fed him. That was his food dish, and she kind of like half embarrassedly goes to like move it, like um, and reddens a little bit, and then just sort of stops herself and says, "Like, I do you need to? I don't want to disturb the evidence." Um. And kind of like has the. It looks like if someone came over into your house and you felt like it was in pretty good shape and you didn't mind having company, and then they stumble across something that's a little bit embarrassing that you didn't clean up as well as you thought you had. Yeah. And that's that's the sort of reaction she gives you. That's uh, never happened to me. You know. Nope. Yeah, me neither. I just don't have people over. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh. Nick. Oh, I, no, I'm sorry. I meant in the before time. I want to do something real quick, if I can. Sure. 
So Benton has also gone away from where Sarah and Zoe are, right? Yep, I, I, w- I went the other way, so I'm like walking the perimeter, looking at the fence, hmm. looking for holes in the fence, etc. Okay, so what I'd like to do is kind of quick walk. I want to get my little like flip notebook out and write something on it and, and say, Benton, you, you forgot your notebook. Okay. Thank you, Silas, for bringing me my notebook. Yeah, thank you for lending it to me. And the page just says Sarah is dead. Oh. That that adds up. I look at him like, oh, okay. Good to know. I just slip it away. Mm -hmm. Like, all right. That makes some sense. No undead people can exist. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're talking to one. Yeah. It also makes sense why Elizabeth was talking to me and, and seemed unperturbed by my obvious deadness. Mm-hmm. Uh, she runs out with a uh, picture and says, uh, Mr. Benton, Mr. Benton, here, I, I have another I have another picture <laughs> for you. I and see. Thank you very she much. She has another, another drawing of... Uh, perfect. Her. This is perfect. Thank you. Uh, now... Run back inside and let us do our work. We need some space and uh, to do our work. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'll, I'll, I will let you get to work. And Thank she you. Nods her head and and walks back into the house. Thank you. Uh, and I, yeah, I per- can continue. I slip the picture in my pocket and just continue searching the perimeter. Okay. Um, it looks pretty normal. Like you don't see that there has been, like there isn't a there isn't a, a hole in the fence. Um, there's a little bit of scrabbling at a side, but there's no there's nothing that is like a dugout underneath it or anything. Yeah. Um, you know, you're able you you can see some you can see some of the the hair that you would have uh, assumed. That Frederick would have around the yard. Right. Um, in one corner, there's uh, some remains of scat. Mm. Um, like whoever was on that duty missed missed a, a little bit behind the uh, behind the edge um, around there. But everything looks pretty straightforward and pretty normal. There's some toys scattered around. You see some chewed on uh, ropes, like knotted ropes. Um, there's like a rawhide bone that is basically untouched. Um, there's a little bit of tooth marks at one end, but not, you know, um, probably fairly unsatisfying for a chupacabra. Okay. Uh, on there. Um, um, looking around with my Detect Arcana, it's still on. Uh, is there mm-hmm. anything extra to see in the yard? No, it looks like a suburban a suburban yard. Okay. Um, I would say that that based on what you can tell from this part of the yard, there is no there's no signs of foul play. Okay. Um, magically or mundanely, uh, for for what's going on, it it looks like the yard that has had a small animal in it for a couple of months and. Uh, and that's about it. Um, 
Analia's gonna turn to Sarah and is just like, is there anyone, like, so other than you, your husband, and your daughter, is there anyone who comes back here, has access to the yard, like a gardener? I, I mean... Uh, we do have a gardener who comes by once a week. He does the, the front yard and the backyard. Um, but he comes on, on Mondays and Frederick disappeared on a Wednesday. So I don't think that like he left the gate open or anything like that. Um, I, as I said, I don't want to get your hopes up, but I think he just decided that it was time for him to move on. How tall is the fence? I'm picturing a tall fence, but I could be wrong. Uh, I'm going to say it's a bit, it's like a standard residential. I think that's about six feet, five or six feet is the yeah. standard residential. She's like, well, it's just a little odd that there's no like it didn't dig on. He didn't dig under the fence. Could he have jumped over it? Like, doesn't look like he climbed out. So how did he get out? There's something that chupacabras can do that we don't know about. Yeah. Uh, not that, not that I'm aware of. I mean, he he had a pretty good jump. Uh, maybe he got up on on so on the trash bins and went over the fence How that way. Trash bins to the fence. Uh, there. So on the side of the house, there's mm-hmm. like the 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 gate that goes out to the front, and then the trash bins are behind that, yeah. uh, like a couple of feet behind that. A couple of feet? Yeah. Like, easily within range that you would imagine the, the, that, that Frederick could have jumped. Oh, because a couple of feet, to me, would mean it would have not made it over. Maybe. Um, I would say that, uh, like, it seems plausible that if it was up on the trash cans and it jumped and caught the edge of the gate, that maybe that was what the claw marks and scrabbling was that you saw near the latch hmm. and it went over that way. Oh, hmm. those claw marks were up by the latch, not like down? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I, I apologize, I wasn't clear about that. Okay. okay. It does look plausible up. I'm sorry, one more time? It looks, her, what she's saying is possible. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, we, we, we tried to make a good home for him, but at the core, he's a wild animal, and you know, he showed up for for a time, and we took care of him as best as we could, and I think maybe he just moved on. Hmm. Moved on. Interesting. <laughs> Jeez. Sarah looks at you kind of like, Yeah. And sort of like a puzzled, like not quite getting what you're. She's not picking up what you're laying down. I just found that a very poetic way to say that, Sarah. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna walk down the sort of side alley. Sort of okay. So we assume he got over the fence by the garbage, ran down that alley, and then out into the street. So I'm just going to like walk down that alley and walk down to the street and just sort of take a kind of look around the neighborhood and see see what it looks like. Okay. Um, give, me a, give me a notice roll in case something cool is happening here. 
That's a critical failure. A critical failure, a double one on the dice. Two in one game. Yeah, that's the second one tonight. Wow. Cool, 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 cool. Should have let me keep the ring. (laughs) So I, I, this, this is a, this is a metagame question. Um, one thing that I'm loath to do in a game that involves investigation is to give you any kind of red herrings for things that are going on. Like, I don't want to take that result necessarily and say, ooh, you notice this thing, knowing in my head that that is not a thing, and then leading us down a path where we investigate and explore and you guys get frustrated and things like that. Um, unless, I mean, like, I sort of want to open this conversation up to you how do people feel about that, knowing that a clue that I give you might not pan out or might not give you information? Um, and if not, how do we want to handle things like a critical failure on an investigation like this? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, I would turn it back to you and say, uh, is there something, because sometimes a critical failure could, isn't necessarily that I notice something, but it, it could be that I miss something very important. Like something the audience ends up seeing that we, exactly. we haven't or, seen. Or something sure. that if I if I had noticed, if only I had noticed at this moment, we all wouldn't want, have wound up tied up in that guy's basement. <laughs> right. Oh, tied up in the basement. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm interested. I mean, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> Who said that? Um, <laughs> Who's talking? Uh, so, so yeah. Either way, I don't mind. I don't mind a little sort of blind alleyness. Um, okay. I'm not going to be super stubborn about it. Um, but yeah. But I also like the idea of of just with a critical failure. I note I did not notice that important thing that will lead to trouble down the road. Okay. Uh, I would say that they uh, that you kind of follow follow the the what you assume to be the trail is uh so you go down you go down the alley you look at the sort of at the neighborhood um as described it is very uh suburban bliss Mm -hmm. um uh nothing strikes you as particularly odd for this for this area like there isn't a looming gothic uh, three story. Right. <laughs> you know, there's always shaded when the rest of the neighborhood is sunny and fine. Um, but it's racing like, that's too sunny. Yeah, and fine. <laughs> is everybody mowing their lawn in unison? Is that's what right. I'm it's, saying. Yeah, it's very Pleasantville. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, like you, you hear the regular suburban noises of of a. Uh, Thursday, Friday. What day was the date? Friday, Friday, because tomorrow's the date. Tomorrow's okay. the date. So, so. so you know the regular what what you'd expect in late afternoon on a Friday in a suburban neighborhood. Um, How many houses can I see? Uh, I would say there's uh, four down one side of the block and two on the other. Do we need to break into one of them to spy? <laughs> Oh, man, so. It's always an option. That is that is plan A for this crew. We'll find a All house right. for sale and break in. 
Um, I'm gonna walk down the street to the fifth house away. Okay. uh, And ring the doorbell. All right. Uh, You hear a voice call just a moment. And uh, in just uh, waiting there for for a second, um, you see sort of like the light through the peephole get obscured for a moment. Mm -hmm. And then someone opens the door. uh, A man opens the door about head width and says, can I help you? (laughs) I say, hello. Um, Just uh, helping out uh, your friends down the block here. A pet of theirs seems to have gone missing. Have you seen, uh, have you seen this pet? And I show him one of the Polaroids uh, of Frederick. Um, oh, the, the Radavaris. Yes. Um, no, I'm sorry. Uh, they, they asked about it a, a couple of days ago, but nothing, um, I, I haven't seen their dog. And there's just the hint of <laughs> a question there. Is that a dog? Um, on there, um, I certainly would have remembered uh, such an ugly little beast. Um, hey, hey, now, no need for that. Well, uh, all right, but I mean, you're the one carrying a picture. You can—that's not a dog I would have adopted. Mm. All right, uh, and um, do you know if anyone in the neighborhood had any issues with the? You said the the Radavaris? Uh, and their their pet? Um, not that I know of. It's you know the the little girl like to like to walk around the block on a leash. Mm-hmm. Um, and never never left anything on my lawn. Uh, didn't seem to to cause any problems. They're they're quiet people and. You know, I've never had a problem, no noise complaints or anything. All right, well, thank you for your time. If you hear of anything, I give him my card. If you see or hear anything or remember anything, just give us a call, would you? Pembroke Investigations? Are you guys private eyes or something? Um, Something like that. We're just uh, helping I, I, out. I'm, I, I'm sorry, is it just Benton or are other people there? Uh, no, I'm did not follow Benton. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, it's just uh, me. Zoe is, Zoe is just... Got one they iron. they hired private eyes for their dog. All we're, right, we're friends of the family. We're doing a favor. Uh, okay. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Uh, have a good one. Yep. And he closes the door. Cool. I guess I walk back and I just keep looking around the neighborhood for. Any sort of sign uh, of, you know, stray pet or somewhere um, where, where Frederick might have gone. Uh, can I ask a question? Please. Um, I was curious what uh, potentially what the uh, occult skill might be able to tell me. Like, now that I know that they're real, um, you know, sort of running through my mind of like all the stories I've heard and. You know, uh, uh, whether I could come up with any ideas or, or likely movements or, or even just where to go to read about a chupacabra, if, you know, if I'm if I'm really drawing a blank. Um, I think this is pretty far outside of Silas's background. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I think that having established that he didn't think that they were real, that um, he wouldn't trust anything that he might look up online yeah. about that. Oh, that's well, no, a, that's not a, a fake lie. No. Um, there's the one library downtown that doesn't have uh, any internet, and they might have some information uh, in some sort of a... a an encyclopedia of the unknown. Yeah, they're you know tucked away a cult section in every library that uh, every kid desperately well, hopes to find. No, no joke. I am hundred percent sure they exist because all libraries are one library. Uh, yep, yep. There's library space for sure. Um. So yeah, I mean, you you, you can think that like they might have some information about it. Uh, maybe maybe phone a friend. I'm sure Silas has other friends outside of uh, the work group, and so they, one of them might be able to help you out. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll um, just try to think about whether <laughs> googling on her phone. She forgot. <laughs> She's just like sitting there, like, all right, let's see. What are their what are their reported behaviors? And she like connects to the deep, like the deep demon web. <laughs> <laughs> What are they? Uh, you mean Infernal Net? Yeah. <laughs> the 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 Infernet, the Infernet. That's what it is. There, there it is. I got there. The Infernet. I needed a little bit of time to workshop that in my head. Uh, sure. You log on to the Infernet and uh, give me a research roll. She goes to uh, held it. Nope, doesn't work. For, I was trying to keep the Reddit. Work. I mean, couldn't couldn't the demon Reddit just be called Reddit? Like it is. Yeah. Johnny the homicidal maniac had Taco Hell in the real world, but when you went down to Hell, it was Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds legit. A seven. Okay, um, you're able to uh, you're able to get past the kind of sensational. So there, there's like there's like three levels of resources that that are kind of available about chupacabras. One is the sensational, which you're able to dismiss uh, without any without any difficulty, and that is the you know. Chupacabras ate my baby, and uh, Chupacabra seen on the moon with Bat Boy, and all that sort of wild and crazy stuff. Uh, and then also included that is the things that are wildly inaccurate and are kind of reporting things that are like from movies or stuff like that. There's a layer of, uh, and this is sort of the thinnest uh, of the three layers, where it's stuff that is half accurate that's coming from like conspiracy type websites which are not like this isn't the this is like on the on the surface of it looks like totally wacky stuff like but it's the the people who have like a section of the truth and they're manufacturing the rest of the story in a way that makes sense to them um and in the 
in the days before the internet, these would have been people who would have been kind of like the crazy oracle or prophet on the hill that have like a glimpse of stuff on both sides of the veil and are trying to make sense of it the best that they can. Uh, but in this day, they're mostly like bloggers and vloggers uh, running, you know, sometimes running YouTube channels and things like that. And some of what they're saying is accurate and true. Some of that uh, is wild-based speculation doesn't make any sense. That's that's uh, uh, adults only. That's the 18-plus section of, of the infraweb, the infranet. Um, I, I thought you were going to say the eighteen plus only of Pembroke. Like we have, we have an we have an adult campaign that we do on like Thursdays. We have to yeah, sign yeah. in. Yeah, Pembroke after dark. <laughs> hey, we got we're officially a Happy Jack show. We have an after dark now. Um, and then lastly, you get to the layer that is uh, actually kind of academic and. Uh, factual, like almost, I don't want to say, um, no, you know what? I'm going to go there. Uh, it's like you have people who write about, uh, different breeds and behaviors, uh, like they do about dogs, about regional variations, uh, for, for the animals, um, what their, uh, kind of the, the, you know, their habitat, their migration, diet, health problems there's you find a board of people who who breed chupacabra and they you know are always they're talking about oh how do i get him to leave the neighborhood cats alone or uh i noticed that that mine really likes to chew on mint is that a problem hmm. these these common these common household plants are poisonous for your chupacabra don't plant them or you know use them to keep them away because they don't like the smell so you find like all of the the actual factual information um, buried about them as well. Okay, so that's what she's reading, and she's like, kind of like glancing up to see if like it maybe any of those plants are around. Like, they're a plant that this thing doesn't like. Like, and then kind of going back. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm I'm picturing Analia kind of rewalking the yard and using uh, like a plant recognition app to check to see if this is any anything that matches on on what you know about the what you found out about them now. Yeah. Does that sound okay? Yeah, so she's like looking at what she found out and then like using the multi window, going to her plant scanning app. Is this one that they hate? And like trying to match and just see if maybe there's like something in the yard it didn't like. Okay. Spooked it. Cool. But, uh, I, th- cool. I think Zoe has a question. I was going to ask, did my notice pay off? With- oh, um, so, uh, yeah, I was kind of trying to give you those details as we walk Or was in I just, was I just going to, yeah, was I just going to notice that she's undead? <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. If I do, I want to know if I notice that because I think I have a Zoe thing that will happen. Um... I would say that I, I think Zoe sees that there's something off about Sarah, but not exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, she seemed she seemed a, a little, like I said, a little bit embarrassed about the the food dish not being uh, clean. Uh, right. A little bit of that. 
She seems a little bit bemused by a team of detectives who are kind of pouring over the backyard. <laughs> and I and I think there's the kind of natural, um, who are these four strangers that I let just wander through this part of my house? Mm-hmm. But you don't get the sense that she is particularly nervous or upset if there's a section of the yard that you that someone goes to or looks at or anything like that. Okay. All right. I'm going to walk over to Analia just be like Something's up with Sarah. What? There's some there's something not right there. I think I think that she might have been sent here to spy on me. On you? Yeah, you know, the fair after me. I don't. I think Silas would know that she was. Bad. Oh, right, but also like that's a really hard way to spy on me. Like if I have to come to your house for you to spy on me, it feels yeah. like that's not an efficient way to do that. No, David's a much more likely suspect. I'm gonna keep, and I'm gonna keep investigating. I tell tell me if you do find anything out though. I mean, clearly she's a magical being. Clearly, Zoe says, having not ascertained that at all. <laughs> like Annalie is just kind of assuming because she doesn't seem like she seems to be. She's aware of Pembroke. She's aware of like a chupacabra she's not spooked she noticed what si- like silas was so like honestly it's just kind of putting two and two together that she's probably not human a hundred percent i think that is a valid deduction for 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 uh you you to make based on the rules of this world yeah so she's kind of like assuming well i'm like oh, i guess she's probably not human but what is she because maybe that chupacabra doesn't like her he doesn't like magic, like certain magical creatures. I don't know. Is there one in there like chupacabras don't like vampires? <laughs> um, there is something that they, they don't like the competition. <laughs> that they are territorial uh, for for uh, other other sorts of uh, creatures that survive on Vitae. What? Uh, yes, blood and life energy. Well, technically, um, Silas counts as that. Um, I wouldn't say that Silas does. Okay. Because the, what, what you take from people is not, I don't see it as like taking the, the oh. act the act of people in expressing emotion, you're not taking that emotion from them. And you're just receiving on the emanations. Yeah, okay. On there. Same deal with me? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I would say that Zoe is a little bit closer in that you do have some kind of vampiric abilities to suck uh, life force from people in order to make yourself stronger, but not... But not, um, it's not exactly the same sort so, sort of energy. Uh, Ali is after. Did it, she didn't notice anything with the plants. Uh, nothing. Nothing that you saw. Like you, you think for a moment that, hey, this is something, but it's but it's not. Like <laughs> like you, you you got a false positive on the app. 
Uh, but every, but yeah, every, everything in the backyard seems to be normal and not especially um, toxic or repelling to a chupacabra. Uh, and in fact, it this this species of chupacabra, very small uh, on there, is indigenous to this area. So most most plants are they're going to be fine with unless someone is adding you know bringing in exotics that uh, they don't they don't uh, uh, like. So she goes over to Sarah and is just like so. Something I did notice uh, doing some research: um, chupacabras are kind of territorial. Are there any like potentially other chupacabra or? other people that might drink blood or feed on life energy, they apparently aren't a big fan of that. Give me a notice check. May I also roll notice? Of course. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is a question that would um, grab Silas's attention as well. <laughs> By all means, that's everyone, all right. can, everyone can roll notice. <laughs> I'm taking a Benny, even though I got a pretty good roll. Okay. All right. Well, I oh. guess I'm taking the four. My eight is exploding. Uh, ten. Uh, I'm actually going to roll here. Oh, well, I might re-roll then. Again. I'm going to do that. Uh, so I, I'm going to... I have a nine. I'm not going to re-roll. I got an exploding six, so what can I do? No, yeah, I got a five, so I don't think Analia notices. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I got a five. Yeah. I don't I mean I don't know, unless you tell me what I notice. Okay. Uh and Silas, you got ten? Ten, yeah. And Benton, were you rolling as well? I didn't get back in time for for oh, that. You're so down I'm the just sort of still. Yeah. I'm just sauntering up like, hey guys, what I miss. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's going on uh, over here? Okay, so you you uh, you kind of come back uh, as uh, Sarah says. Um, nothing that I'm aware. Nothing that I'm aware of. Um, Where lives know- the neighborhood? I- what? Nothing. Aware lives in the neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> That's going to be my curse for putting a, putting the wear bar in the first episode. Um, sorry, brain tangent went off uh, a bunch of different directions that are not germane to what we're talking about right now. Um, not that I'm aware of. Everyone, everyone in the neighborhood, uh, to the best of my knowledge, has kept normal sort of pets. There isn't any other animal that I'm aware of that would be a, uh, a territorial threat. I mean, certainly we would have we would have been paying attention to something like that, knowing, knowing what we know about well, Frederick. I don't think it's just animals. I think people could count, too. So are there, like, I don't know, vampires in the neighborhood? No. Uh, Silas? She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically about the vampires? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, well, this, okay. This, this, uh, this is a very, this is a very normal, uh, mortal neighborhood. There's nothing 
mm-hmm. like that that I've seen. Well, that adds up. Um, thank you very much. It looks like Benton's back. Um, yep. And Aaliyah, Zoe, we should probably go look around the neighborhood some more. And so um, why don't we get the pictures from Elizabeth about the favorite places, and we'll go check those out. Mm-hmm. Aaliyah's yeah. completely unaware of what you're doing. <clears throat> right? Um, well, I think um, I think Benton has some pictures, and I've got yeah, I've got some pictures. Are you sure you don't want me to stay here and keep an eye on? Yeah, I think that's uh, we can make cover more ground if we all four of us are out there. Um, so let's... Elizabeth runs out and uh, grabs Benton by the hand and says, "I, I need to, I need to, I need to show you, I need to show you this this thing. I can't bring it out." And she starts to tug tug on you into the house. All right. I mean, I go with her. I sort of give a Sarah a like apologetic shrug, like, "What are you gonna do? I'm not gonna say no." Uh, and I go with her. I'm gonna okay. follow as well. Is it daylight? Okay. Yep. Um, the husband is mysteriously not around. Uh, it's 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 we have it's about it's it's, no. it's about six. So it's still daylight. Did she mention a husband? No one's yeah. mentioned a hu- the uh, S- Elizabeth mentioned my parents. She and definitely mentioned husband. a mother and father. Okay, but so far no one has really mentioned a husband. Vera said my husband. Ah, oh right. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Um. Okay, so uh, Elizabeth pulls uh, Benton into the house. And Silas follows. Does anyone else follow? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, all of the grown-ups come traipsing in as well. And uh, Elizabeth says, um, it's it's over here. It's it's in my room. All right. I'm following along. Uh, And she pulls you, she, you know, pulls your hand and takes you into the room and uh, has a uh, like a diorama that she has set up on a little table like she's got like a play table uh-huh. on there and there's like a little um, pipe cleaner figures uh, and there's one that is there's one with like yarn hair and then there's a small one uh, next to it on four legs. She said, I, I wanted to show you how much, how much he, how much he loves it here and how much he wants to be here. So Ooh. I made, I made this diorama to, to show you. And the, you can see there's sort of like a representation of the yard and the two little pipe cleaner figures are playing in what's probably the backyard of, mm-hmm. of what you had. It's, he's my best friend and I, I want to. I, I I hope you guys can can help me. My mom I, always said that that Pembroke will helps people. We try, and we're. I'm going to try to help you, uh, absolutely. And I want to look at the diorama and try to see if there are any differences between the diorama and the actual backyard as it exists. Um. Give me a notice check, but just to see if you roll another crit fail. 
Hopefully not. But anything that's not a crit fail, it's fine. I just want. Given how today's I want to give. I want to give the chaos gods a, one more chance to influence. All right. I did not roll a crit fail. Great. I rolled a ten. Okay. Um. Compensating for the fact that this is an eight-year-old who is making mm-hmm. a diorama out of uh, found things around the house. Yeah. It looks reasonably like the backyard. Uh, you're, you're able to you're able to like decipher. Oh, got it. This popsicle stick is the is the picnic table. Yeah, yep. That scrunchie is the tree, and this is the yard, and that's and, and that's fine. But there's nothing like obviously. It's not like there's a plant in this that's not out there, or you know, no, right. nothing like that. That 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 you see. Right, uh, cool. What I would like to do is have everybody make a separate notice check for me. And uh, it's going to be at a minus two. Is there anything worse than when your eight explodes and you get a one? <laughs> I know, pretty, right? At pretty much any explosion Boo. you get a one is like, yeah. Mm. I, got a, I, I got an eight, so I got a six. Yeah, okay. and I got a nine, which is a seven. Okay. I got a four, which is a two. Okay. And Benton? Oh, I I needed another one from me? Okay, yes, sorry. Please. This is, yeah, one. I'm sorry. I apologize. This is a separate one. Separate one. The ceiling is just wall to wall bats. I got a five. <laughs> I got a five. Oh, so a three. You didn't realize how spoopy it was uh, <laughs> when you walked to the first. Vampires. <laughs> um, Benton and Zoe, you don't you don't notice anything. It nope. seems like great. You've cool. you've found what you can find out. The little girl's excited. Uh, you think whatever else you think about. Uh, the house, um, nice house, nice neighborhood. Seems to be, yeah, just like a, a nice suburban middle class middle class home. Perfectly normal. Silas and Analia, um, you realize on the second walkthrough as you start heading towards the front that there is a smell of um, a faint smell of vinegar um, in in the home. Hmm. Not not overpowering, but just you realize it's sort of a low level permeation throughout the throughout the house. Hmm. Is that um anything I know of for like preserving the animate dead or cause I cause I know the mom is dead, so or at least that's been my assumption. You said necromantic magic, so I'm I've made that leap. What? What because if you haven't that? told me anything, and the alchemy person might know something. No, about I know, it. but I haven't had an opportunity to communicate. <laughs> um, yeah, or, or maybe they're pickled, <laughs> which is my nightmare. Pickle people is. I'm just going to preemptively X-card that. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it pickled spiders for uh, Silas. <laughs> um, okay. Nothing springs to mind. I would say for you. Okay. Um, but, and it's just like, you just get a whiff of it and it just seems a little odd 
given the the rest you know the the rest of the environment wouldn't okay. seem to support that. Did Sarah come in here with us, or is it just us and? No, Sarah like, came back in with us. Yeah, you she's as well. like in the doorway or whatever. Right. Because we're in Lizzie's room, right? Right. She just showed okay. the diorama, um, and that the scent was just something you kind of notice as you walk through the house. Uh huh. Reminds me just a little bit like, do you smell? Hmm. She, I think in her mind, she just goes, "Are you a? Do you like? Do you do pickling or anything? It's got like a nice vinegar smell in here." Like she's completely asking this honestly, like. To Sarah, <laughs> it just smells like you're cooking something. I don't know. It smells kind of good. <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, Elizabeth says, "Oh, is it?" And Sarah says, "Not. It's fine, honey. Nothing." And Leah, my phone battery died. Can I borrow your phone for a second? Uh. You sh- are you, are you sure? It's is is yeah. there anything else I I can help you with, or no. do you need to get on no. with your? Yeah, we should probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, if you Let's have to let me know as soon as as soon as as soon as you find him. Annalie is turning off the Wi-Fi on her phone and hands it to Silas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on my way out, I want to check and see if there are any family photos. Sure. There's a uh, in the hallway. There is a uh, there's sort of like the wall of photos, and you can see you can see a picture of uh, Sarah and uh, a man and Elizabeth, and then there's some other pictures that look like you know younger, slightly younger version of that same man's. Um, another picture of Sarah. Um, there's other people that you don't recognize in there as well. But it's, I would say, all told, it's about 20 pictures. Uh, some of them are family photos. Some of them are people that look like they're related. Uh, uh, is there a sense of, like, how close, like, like where do the photos of Elizabeth stop in relation to how she looks now? Because she's, like, what, around eight? Yep, correct. So, like, does it, you know, does it look like it taps out when she's a toddler or, you know? Um... Yeah, like there's no. I mean, there's there's like a there's there's a baby picture. Like you can see a baby picture that's that's up on the wall. Oh, I just mean um, like like does it look like there's one where she's her current age, like with her parents? Oh yes, yes there is. Cool. Um, I thought I found a clue, but yeah, I have. Gi- <laughs> give me a give me a give me a notice roll though. Um, while she's doing that, uh, Silas has opened up. Uh, Analia's text message like because he knows Analia's phone number by heart and so he's sh- making her phone text itself you know like I don't know if I've, I've done that in real life because I didn't yeah. sure. open the notepad um, right. and I'm standing uh, you know without anyone looking over my shoulder Sarah is dead and then when the text comes <laughs> like oh you got a text message sorry <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. <laughs> what, what did he say? It was a one percenter there. <laughs> you said Sarah's dead, and I said cuckoo cuckoo. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, so he hands you your phone back, and there's a text message from your phone that says Sarah is dead. 
I got a four. Uh, you got a four. Um, you don't see any pictures of. Uh, you don't see any pictures of Sarah that look younger than she looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Annalise is like, is that a bad thing? Like, she doesn't quite know what to do with the And my fly's undone. And <laughs> I have spinach in my teeth. Like, what? Is she... <laughs> Like, is it something, like, do I need to be worried? Like, Is this bad? Well, it's probably time for all of us to go uh, and look around the neighborhood some more. So we'll let the family get back to their day. Uh, Please call us if you find out anything. Um, Absolutely. And you have Benton's card if you, you know, if, uh, if he turns up again. If Frederick turns up, just please give us a call and let us know. Uh, I will do that. Uh, for sure, and uh, we know that you might not be able to find Frederick. And uh, just we, I thank you for for I thank you for for, for doing your best and for helping. We will absolutely uh, do our, our best. Thank you. It was nice to meet you, Sarah, and uh, Elizabeth, and, and and you as well. Uh, as you as you leave and you walk out, a uh, another car pulls up. And uh, another car pulls up in the driveway, and uh, a man gets out of it. Um, also a Malaysian man, and kind of looks at you as you walk past. Um, but oh, like, waves and it's like we're here to help your daughter find Freddie. Oh, oh, okay. And kind of a weird look on his face as he just walks past you and goes up to his to to the door mm. and and goes inside and you kind of hear him say were there someone's here to help look for Freddy and then some you know the conversation fades off as you walk away so what is I mean yeah obviously she's a magical creature like do we have to be concerned that she's dead? I don't know. It just seemed important for us to be able to talk about this not in front of them. That seems little, reasonable. I'm a little concerned for how they have a child. I don't know of any dead being able to reproduce unless it's a more recent condition. But she could be adopted. Yeah, Why true. do we keep making a deal of that? <laughs> it's not a deal. It's just a thing that happens. It's just, yeah. yeah. We're just trying to figure out, you know. Also, so like, what did everybody notice? Because, like, I saw that her photos, Sarah, did not look any different ever. She's probably been dead a long time. Yep. Maybe before there were cameras. Yep. That's so, okay. that's fine. That's not the weirdest thing we've heard today. Nope. Um, nope that's all fine. <laughs> don't like vampires. Also, she was oh. absolutely lying when... Give me the line again. I asked she... if there were vampires in the neighborhood. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, when when you asked about vampires in the neighborhood and she said no, um, my uh, lie detector went off. Okay. As you know, I have an unerring detection of truth. Um, Silas sense, yes. Yeah. Un- unerring. Yes. Okay. 
So, <laughs> did one of you say something about vinegar? It smelled like vinegar in there, yeah. There was a vinegar smell that I didn't oh. notice on the way in, but maybe it was... I don't know. Okay, maybe they I'm use gonna, it for cleaning. I'm going to step out of character for a moment because I I know what's going on. Oh, good. Because okay. I Zoe, don't. Zoe would not know what's going on, but <laughs> I am going to make a roll to see if Zoe can correctly Google this. Okay. <laughs> I'm having I'm not- the strongest like real world deja vu right now of like <laughs> being in this like online game with you all. This is so weird. My, what am I? What am I rolling on? Uh, this is to see if Zoe can correctly Google this. Yeah, correctly Google uh, vampire, vinegar. vampire vinegar. Correctly, correctly Google a thing that I know from being like an aficionado of weird folklore that Zoe would not know. I'm I'm okay. fascinated because I like folklore too, and I have I have no I have point no of idea. reference. I have a couple guesses, but part of it has to do with the fact that they're Malaysian and potentially vampires. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think I think you know what I'm talking about. Then um, for Zoe to figure this out or to correctly Google this, um, let's call it a research role. Okay, I don't. And see here. I and think uh, I have research weirdly. What What about a cult uh, for having like heard the phrase to Google? <laughs> I mean, can I can I just roll a research roll as well for like? If uh, yes, I, I'd say that's fine. Because we're all just standing, we're all like walking around the neighborhood now. I imagine and just right. Like, I do have research. I don't know why I took that, but good for me <laughs> for right now. Uh, yeah, I got I got a two, so that's not good. <laughs> Zoe doesn't know how to use Google. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think it's that she doesn't know how to use Google. I think that it's it's putting in you know putting in terms that kind of make sense and that and that get you the the right results. Like I, I think uh, the way I interpret that is that Zoe just has a Zoe doesn't realize which parts are important to search for, and yeah, so she, sure. she's getting results about you know vinegar and cleaning homes, and she's getting certain results about vampires and she's getting you know and how sometimes people thought that vampires were that, that it's an allegory for not having a clean at home and like just stuff like that that's coming up I rolled a five um after too many usages because I rolled <laughs> three and a one the first time <laughs> first two times <laughs> uh-huh. then I would say that I would say that uh Having, having spent resources for it, and because uh, this is kind of um, Analia's Balowick, uh, and I apologize to to people who are more familiar uh, with this being. I'm going to butcher the name, uh, but I think that you're able to discover pretty quickly that she is probably a Penangalan. Oh, can't. Yeah. Oh. I do know that name. I've I never heard of that at all. Know, I didn't know the name of it, but I. I've heard of that. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name. But. Yeah, um, the reason I know the name is from a very bad mobile game I worked on. Oh, uh, but they are they are um, a 
rough equivalent of a uh, Malaysian style of vampire, which is uh, depicted as a woman who, depending on what the various backgrounds are, but for the case of this one, uh, bathe themselves in a special alchemical vinegar mix uh, that allowed them to detach their head and internal organs and fly around um, to be able to uh, drink blood or suck the life from the living or various uh, things along that nature. So oh, given, cool, cool. given all the information that, that you have and given your facility with research, that seems like that probably fits most of the criteria that you've talked about. Okay. So do we think then that she, the Chupacabra left because of her? Well, that's yeah. possible. Honestly, I was like, honestly, yeah, probably. They're kind of territorial, but based on, there's also like several different breeds and she like, has pictures and things, and she's like, Chupacabras are wild. Cool. And um, uh, Zoe just says, did you know that vampires like to keep their houses clean? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, boy. They're obsessive about it. Like, if, if you spill things on the ground, they have to count them all? They clean them all up? <laughs> well, cool. Um... I guess we should probably just go on back. Zoe, knowing knowing that she was a vampire, was the house kept to a level of cleanliness that you think that it should have been, based on your research? <laughs> no, that dog bowl was messy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should just head on... Well, yeah, we'll take a, Everyone just split up, we'll take another look around the street, see if there are any signs, and then if not, kind of assume that Mom, either Mom got rid of the chupacabra, or the chupacabra got rid of itself. Well, well, but here's the thing. I, I mean, we're talking about you know competition with bloodsuckers and all that. But does this kind of vampire drink blood? I know there's different types. I, know, I don't know. I mean, I, we could go back and ask her, but I don't want seems, to do that. No, that can seems I, yeah. Can I ask something? Why would a vampire lady tell her daughter that we were the ones to come to? Well, there aren't many resources for a supernatural being in Covenant to go to for help. Yeah. I mean, yeah, once I figured she lost the Chupacabra, then I figured magical family, we've got a rep. People know our name. Yeah, and and for the record, I'm not upset that she's a... I mean, I knew she was dead when we went in there. It doesn't really matter to me what flavor of dead. I just am curious if her type of vampire is a blood drinker, and therefore right. in competition with the Chupacabra, or right. is it just an incidental, because we wouldn't want to be judgmental. We don't want to be judgmental, but I think we can maybe maybe surmise that on some level the competition was an issue. Either Even if it wasn't for her, which it seems like it probably wasn't for her, but probably for the Chupacabra, which is not necessarily the most sophisticated of beasts. Mm. Well, it says they typically feed on pregnant women and young children. Oh. Oh. Huh. But... They also, like, take off their head. It's really gross. 
That'd but be I great mean, for getting a good spot in a movie theater. Yeah. So wait, does the head fly around and suck the blood with like internal organs, or is it like they leave their head behind and then the body goes? No, their head flies around. The body gets left behind in the vat of vinegar, like a balloon. Oh. Cool. Alright. Good like to know. A, an evil Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade balloon. Yeah. Much smaller, so just much like smaller. a regular balloon. Wait, aren't they <laughs> Those floats are all evil though, right? Are we on the same page about that? We are not, no. Next time on Pembroke. They are cursed. <laughs> Macy's Day takedown. Alright. Good to know. Uh we don't want her to drink our blood because it uh there is an inescapable fatal disease that they can say uh are able to give you, and uh, don't touch the entrails if we catch her flying around. All right, let's Definitely not do any of those things. Have wanted to do that. Um, let's uh, let's maybe. I don't trust you with that. Yeah, L- Lizzie didn't seem scared of her mom or anything. No, I no, I think everything. I think everything seemed fine in the house. Everything yeah. seems normal. The neighbor that I talked to up the street, you know, wasn't like freaked out by the freaky neighbors. That mm. no one had problems with them. So either the whole neighborhood's full of monsters. Which is possible, or they're they're just good neighbors. I hadn't thought of that. It She's could not be. technically dead. Who what now? She's not technically dead. Oh, good on her. Oh, really? It's oh. like a. It's she's like a witch. I don't know how I got that um, wrong. Well, it's it's probably. I don't know. I mean, how did you guess that she was dead? I mean, there's she's just surrounded by necromancy. Well, oh, you know that's, that's the magic they use. To, yeah. To the, the necromancy fends off death. They just uh, bathe in a vat of vinegar. Yeah, that's oh, the necromancy right oh. there. That's your that's your necromancy. Okay, all right. But I mean, I I I consider the matter closed for now. Also, I think if we find Frederick, maybe he would rather come live with us. Which I'm not a. A fan of, but you know, I don't think we need a souvenir pet from every single investigation we solve. Little Jack Horner might get jealous. But I don't. You want? You want? You want him? You want the chupacabra? I want chupacabra. They're really cute. I gotta find this fucking chupacabra. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, I think that I think that's our button on the episode. Yeah, there's no better closing line. It's not just that. It's the 180 from like, we can't keep this. I have to find that fucking <laughs> chupacabra. Uh, makes you do stupid things. What can I say? Mm-hmm. This is true. We know this to be true. Yeah. Uh, the other thing we know this to be true is that this is the end of our episode tonight. I want to thank everyone for joining us for episode nine of Pembroke Investigations. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, Please join us next week when we are back to find out more about Frederick J. Prince and or uh, Sarah the uh, Penaglian or Elizabeth, the little girl who loves her in spite of her her headless ways. Uh, If you want to catch up and find out how we got to this point, you can do so at happyjacks.org slash Pembroke. And if you would prefer to watch another show, you can also do that by going to happyjacks.org slash games. And uh, we encourage you to visit and find something that you love. And uh, if you are so inspired, make us art or 
tweet about it or go on our forums and uh, tell us how wonderful we are because we're all egomaniacs and we love seeing that. Um, or maybe that's just me. In any case, I have been Nick, the Game Master for this uh, game tonight, and I will go around and let everyone else talk about what they're doing, and let us start with Jay. Hi y'all, uh, Jay Holtham here. You can find me on the socials at Jay Holtham in all the usual places, and you can also find me uh, occasionally over at 12-Sided Stories, making with the role-playing games. Excellent. Good to hear. Uh, Blythe. Uh, yeah, so the reason I know what a Panangal is is because I know what a Monangal is, which is the Filipino version of it. Um, slightly different, but I worked on a mobile game and I had to learn about Filipino folklore. Um, but yeah, I've been BlytheCala93. You can find me on Twitter on and Instagram at BlytheCala93. You can find me, which I'm now calling myself that because Jason calls me that. <laughs> now I'm like, this is my name now. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on YouTube under Blythe Kala or Blythe Kala 93 or look up Star Wars and Blythe and I probably come up. I don't know. Uh, and you can find me on Table Topical at Games We Never Play on that YouTube. And I don't know. There may or may not be something on Saturdays that's coming really soon. I don't know. All right. Uh Emily. I'm so curious about this Saturday thing. That's another mystery I'm going to solve. <laughs> um, I'm Emily Vanderwerf, and I'm here to say that today's session made us think about a lot of things. But whomst amongst us has not loved a mother who was a blood-sucking fiend? <laughs> Truly. I, words to live by. I also play in the uh, Great American Witch game every other Monday. Uh, which is coming up to a really exciting conclusion. I'm really happy with that game. Uh, not that I'm not happy with this one. This one's great too. Um, and uh, you can just follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash emilyvdw and see all the nonsense I get up to because it's a lot of nonsense. Excellent. And Jason. Uh, uh, that's me. I'm Jason at It's Probably Okay on Twitter and Twitch. I uh, do some streaming on my own. It's a little sporadic right now with getting used to my school schedule again and um, my writing schedule and all of that. So um, you can uh, follow me there, see what turns up. I, I try to stream uh, every Friday. Friday afternoons is, is a for sure stream. Uh, it's Friday Fly Day with Sam DeLev and myself playing No Man's Sky. Uh, it's a very chill stream, so if you just need something relaxing to do on Friday afternoon, four to six, um, you know, before all the like big exciting streams start up Friday night, you know, those fancy Friday night streams, um, <laughs> that that's the place to come hang out with us for a bit. Um, we are, uh, I think I'm flying solo this week because um, Sam has a thing, but um, that's that's a regular thing for us. And Saturdays, we are, in fact, starting up something soon. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting on all the details to announce everything, but with any luck, next Saturday will be a Session Zero. And so uh, that's on the It's Probably Okay channel. So um, that, that'll be the next thing there. So hopefully, fingers crossed. If all the ducks will fucking line up. <laughs> Goddamn ducks. Um Trying to wrangle one duck as we speak. So. <laughs> 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 uh, 
No, the, it's a there's a lovely group of people that I'm very much looking forward to telling everyone about, and uh, I just don't want to speak out of school. So, um, uh, I think that's. Oh, also, I made a game called Demigods. If you want to go check it out, it's uh, demigodspbta.com. It's a modern day magical realism game where you get to play the half mortal children of gods. Um, I think it's fun. So check it out if you get a chance. There's a free um, uh, quick start guide on there. And the, oh gosh, the draft of the book is almost done. <laughs> oh. And then Yay. and then it's going to you know go to layout and sensitivity readers and all of that stuff. So uh, it's so close. Um, that's it for me. Cool. That all sounds fantastic. I'm looking forward to hearing more about this Saturday show. And uh, Demigods is great. Uh, I personally think it's a great system, so uh, you're going to like it too. Guaranteed. Thanks. Not guaranteed. Um, <laughs> Mileage may vary. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Past performance does not require, does not <laughs> predict future results. Um, I am uh, at SunGrowler online in uh, the places that you can find me, which is usually just Twitter. I'm not incredibly prolific, but if you do hop on, and you follow me, I will look at that and go, why on earth is anybody following me? But uh, occasionally I'm funny, and sometimes I'm pathetic, and other times I'm just a person because it is my personal account. Uh, in any case, you can catch me here on Wednesdays for Pembroke, and uh, if there's anything else coming up, I will let you know when that happens, uh, most likely. But uh, thank you for joining us. I think we're going to go to calendar? Yep. Great. We're going to go to the schedule. And uh, I hope you had a good night and a good listening experience. Bye. Bye, Bye, Bye. everybody. If I told you the things I've seen on my ways, if I told you the things I've done in my days, you wouldn't believe me anyway So it's best I just don't say I've lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died just for a single